welcome Diego Escobar, actor extraordinaire. Um, I got a story. Let's start with a story. Let's go. So Friday, dude, after work. Uh, well, work ends at around 10 for me. I have to I work for a TV show. Oh, I have to deliver a, far, a hard drive at the end of the day for the for the show. Mm-hmm. And I uh, get, uh, get the hard drive, and I leave work, and then I get a call saying, oh, shit, there's something wrong with the file on the hard drive. you got to come back. Got to wait an extra 45 minutes. My day doesn't quite my day doesn't quite end yet. You know, I'm thinking it's Friday. Shit, yeah, it's kind of early for them to get the hard drive done. Nope. Got to come home. I mean, come back to work and wait. So I finally get to leave. Um, 45 minutes later, mm-hmm. I, I'm driving, driving up the Hollywood to get on the freeway and I, t- I take a left turn, uh, to get on to, to, uh, to get on the, the freeway and this chick fucking side swipes me. Okay. Like hardcore, just like wrecked the side of my car, uh, yeah. two doors and we pull we pull over on the, on the on-ramp to get onto the freeway. I get out of the car. I take a look at my car. I'm like, ah. You know, I'm just thankful to be okay. And I walk up to her and we, we meet eyes and I'm like, and then she's like, hits the brakes. I mean, hits the, hits the gas and fucking speeds off. So I like get a, I get a, a slight glance at her license plate. I'm like, okay, G, GW, blah, blah, blah. I, I recognize that. So I like jump in the car and I take off after her mm-hmm. and I'm going through the freeway. Like it's a. I don't know, like a freeway. It's basically a freeway chase. Trying to find her, I'm like scanning cars. I'm like weaving in and out. I'm like, where's this bitch at? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then uh, finally, I'm like, shit, I got to give up. My exit's coming up. I got to drop off this hard drive before I can go home. Because you know what? Got to toe the line. Regardless of what happens, got to get this hard drive in. So I, I pull off the exit and I go a block up driving. It's uh, on Barnum. It's in Burbank. Mm-hmm. And there she was, bro. Holding up another car in, in, in the in the lane going super slow dude weaves around her i sneak in right behind her get that shot of the license plate and then i pull up beside her and i'm like hey what's up you want to talk <laughs> and she's like it fucking light turns green and you would have thought she was vin diesel bro this was like a 300 pound oh blonde God. chick but she was like <laughs> you know, she takes okay. off like a bat out of hell man splits between two cars and does like the gnarliest like right turn like into a like, side, like some movie shit where yeah, it's like drifting like into like, a yeah. fucking neighborhood okay and I'm like dude I'm not I'm not gonna pursue but yeah, uh, I, I got I got the fucking license plate and uh had to file my police report and all that okay fun stuff but uh yeah, that was an interesting. That's a crazy. That's something story, interesting that yeah. happened to me <laughs> at the beginning of the weekend. Um, Wait, that just happened? Yeah, Friday, Friday night. Oh fuck! Okay, damn. Yeah, damn, refreshing damn. my mind. Shit. Okay. Yeah, it was fun though. I know. I'm glad because it's it's like that split second where you're like, ah, she took off. Am I just gonna let her go? Or yeah, am no, I gonna you be may like have to make that like instinctual like fuck decision yeah, to like, like not today? You know what? I've had nah, not fucking today. So yeah, yeah that's I, what I feel like that because I I used to be where uh, I would just try to avoid conflict, mm-hmm. but uh, I started taking jujitsu mm-hmm. and I just like you feel like you can have more authority over yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. anytime like in like any situation like you feel confronted, if, like even if you're in a car. I feel like, but you don't seek out conflict, right? No, no you're just no, ready no, no. for it. Yeah, I'm just ready for it. Sometimes I'm a little yeah. like <laughs> antsy. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. yeah, it's um, or the like, classic saying, you know, you never know. Uh, you talk shit, but one uh, talk shit till you get hit. Yeah, because there's yeah. been some like really sketchy people at uh, my old job mm-hmm. where I used to work. Um, they would sometimes be like either you know someone a little like mentally unstable or um, 
Yeah, just someone who doesn't seem like everything's together, and they'll be taking stuff in their bag. And mm-hmm. our job is to go follow them sometimes. You can't touch them or anything, you know? Like but just how to, like, you uh, know, intimidate them a little that, you know, we see you doing this. Really? In the, yeah. in the clothing store? They, you yeah. Gotta, you gotta, like, chase well, people? Kind of. I mean, depending yeah. on... Yeah. I mean, even, like, even if it's something, like, cheap, mm-hmm. they'll kind of make us... Um, so they see them, they literally catch them stealing stuff. Uh-huh. But, and we have, but like, you're a security not, guard and cameras. That's the uh-huh. thing. But, but you're we'll not, just, like, making an arrest, are you? You're just no. following them to say, hey, we see what you do. You yeah. did? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just to kind of deter them. That's, like, the whole thing. You're supposed to deter them. Gotcha. Um, what happens if they're like, fuck you, I'm taking this? Dude, that's happened before. So uh-huh. the craziest story and that one of the, like, scariest stories is some uh, one of the managers uh, kind of, like, got on her. Like, there was this couple girls that they knew they were stealing, and mm-hmm. she really kind of confronted them. And mm-hmm. she got, like, we don't, I don't even know what it was. I wasn't there that day. But I heard about it. It was like some white powder just got thrown in her face. <laughs> Pocket sand? <laughs> yeah, some shit like that. Just like, it's like um, people think it's actually bleach because her eyes, she had to go to the hospital. Like, she got like, her bleach. eyes were fucked up. There's a powdered version of bleach? I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't know actually. But um, I'll, I just use those pods. But um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good snack too. <laughs> pod challenge. Uh, but no, yeah, I remember she, like, uh, everyone was like, fuck, like, it was just serious shit went down. You know, or, you know. Damn. You, and they got away. Yeah. For, for throwing the bleach. Okay, well, there, there you have it, kids. If you're going to steal, have some bleach on you. I guess so. <laughs> have some shit to throw in people's eyes. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's fun. Yeah, so that was definitely, like, that was one of the, I don't know, my closest to danger I think I've gotten. <laughs> Are they ever, like... Okay, you gotta watch these black people more closely. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the thing is... Okay. <sighs> Can't wait to cancel this store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's such a... Oh my god, it's such a, you know... Do they really say Polar- that? No, 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 no. They won't say it like that, obviously. <laughs> how, 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 do, how, do they, how do they phrase it? But it will be, you know, isn't uh, an African-American know. person. Should we, should, you don't want to say say the place that it was, do you? Yeah, I won't right. disclose it, but that's okay. okay. But I, I know they're the co-workers. Uh, protecting racists. <laughs> the co-workers who were there. I feel like, oh my God, if, <laughs> if someone sees this, going to be funny. Um, I know the co-workers who were African-American there did have some feelings that we we did follow people a little a little too much mm-hmm. certain people specifically too much. black people um or just in general like, i'm gonna say yeah or, or, you know, or I, I think mm. a little bit you know hispanics too but it wasn't to like a was it was like a an uh, unspoken rule type of thing or like was it like explicitly like no no it wasn't explicit to, it was just a see. little um <sighs> If they, if you were a little suspicious, you'd be kind of hounded more. That's what that was uh, the feeling um, from some of my African American coworkers. Mm, that was a little too. People of colors are inherently more suspicious. Is that, is that the, the, the this, kind of what they're putting on it? A little bit, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Why do definitely. you think that is? It's like it's so weird. Someone comes into a store and just looks around, like I don't see why one person. What is more likely to do anything because people are so unpredictable. I know. In the, I think the thing is, is that usually, um, 
I think just kind of how they how my some other coworkers would view them would mm-hmm. be um, a little uh, like they seem a little rougher. So then that's a possibility. Mm. It's such a I feel like a hot topic issue. Like you know, uh, it's, it's it's never been a cold topic. Yeah, it's never been a <laughs> um, lukewarm. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's a yeah. smoldering, simmering bubbling topic yeah i think just um and the thing was also that there there has been situations where um people steal and then it's just like if if you hound them a little too much you'll feel racist but and then there ha- if they steal well, you know like there's been time you know it's just it'll go both ways sometimes and then mm-hmm. it'll be and then it's just kind of it's very like like more like what do you mean by going both ways like like a white person will steal something but a black person won't or a black person will steal something yeah, and then you're like okay follow something. all black people a little bit yeah type of thing. it'll be kind of i think there's just unfortunately there'll be those outliers and then mm-hmm. people kind of associate that collectively mm-hmm. Well, you know, you don't have to be poor to, to be a fucking thief. You, you ever, you know, no, you ever heard know about that. Winona Ryder? Oh, no, no, no. They fucking went to jail because she was shoplifting <laughs> no, stuff. No, there's, there's little white like girls Macy's and who shit. I bet live down the street in like mm-hmm. a $6 million house who steal shit. Like that's, uh, yeah. no, that, that's the problem. It's usually like younger white girls mm. is the problem too. They'll steal like phone cases or just random shit. And you know that, you know, again, you don't want to like stereotype people, but most likely they got the money. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. That's what's so strange to me. Like someone who you know, you have the money. Why? That's even weirder. That's the weirdest fucking thing. That's like almost like borderline like sociopathic. You know, like I have endless amounts of money, yet I'm not going to pay for this shirt. I mean, to be fair, Macy's shirts. He wants to pay fifty. 60 bucks for a fucking t-shirt that's that's retarded yeah but, but still <laughs> we have some expensive still, shit that's, that's why there's rich that people much, so they can buy that kind of shit you know inflation or yeah i um i think it's partly like the thrill of it i would think you know oh yeah yeah right? i, I, mean, I right? can see because if yeah. like you I, i'm assuming I've never personally ever, shoplifted yeah. now i haven't like stolen anything since i was like seven I, I think the, I saw something like once when I was like uh, seven or eight from do? like school. School. I just brought home toys or something. Oh, yeah. You know? School and work, I don't think counts, you know? Yeah. I, I, I it's steal. technically stealing, no. but not I've like... stolen so many paper clips. <laughs> fucking work. <laughs> but, um. Uh, shit, where was I? Oh, I once had a. I walked into, <laughs> into a gas station with a friend in like grade school, and he we were just talking casually, and he takes a stick of gum and just casually put it in his sandal. That was the first time I ever saw someone outwardly steal something. And I was so taken aback. I was like, what? <laughs> and then we just left. Yeah. With the gum in the... And I don't even think he ate it all. And yeah, yeah, you know what I think it is? It's probably... Um, this is what I was saying. I think it's just probably, like, all psychological. Like, you it's you probably get, just for the for the enjoyment of it, kind of mm-hmm. the thrill of... That, or like, rush some, of stealing. Yeah. You know, because we, we won't stop you. Or take, so. take some sort of ownership of... of the world, I guess, because maybe you're like, you just want to have something like, ah, you know, fuck this place. This is mine. And no one's going to stop me. No one's going to stop me today because people get down on them all the time or something. I think deep psychologically into these thieves. (laughs) (laughs) Let me think. How would you, yeah. Yeah. Let's pretend we're playing thieves. What is, uh, what's our motivation? Your motivation? You're just Um, a fucking thief. Can you do it without uh, some kind of 
sappy backstory? Can you just be like, yeah, fuck, fuck the establishment? Oh, yeah. I think it's maybe some level of entitlement, mm. you know? Mm. I th- I th- that's, that, there's a layer of that, I guess. You know, yeah. you deserve it, so you mm. can take it type of thing. That's why people steal, I think. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So back to the racism. Oh, uh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> but, so, oh sorry, can I curse? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool, okay. I, I was like... Say whatever. Was, okay, yeah. shit. <laughs> for for, for the, the four people that are going to watch this are not going to care. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, I see you had a lot of Star Wars shit. I want to bring that up. Oh, yes. Because I, I got a question for you. Oh, okay. What are your thoughts on the new, the new era of Star Wars. What a fun question. And then again, well, another hot topic. Fucking. All right. Do you have three hours? Um, I do. I will say overall, I'm not I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with the with the two, the seven and eight specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do want to say that, that episode nine could possibly, you know, redeem it, redeem, redeem everything, it and make everything work. I just think as a whole right now, uh, just painting it with a broad stroke, I think they've leaned too heavily onto the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's basically, you know, they could have gone anywhere with it. And within the first hour and a half of the first movie, it's like, oh, we're back to just a ragtag group of rebels versus an evil empire. You know, they could have done any in the original uh, expanded universe before, like, Disney took Star Wars and their people wrote books that told the story of after Return of the Jedi. They were like, uh, the galaxy was like invaded by like, a group of aliens or some shit who wanted to take over and like you know it's just a different conflict you know they didn't have to go backwards i understand like why the reasoning for doing that because they obviously want to appeal to the the original original trilogy fans trying to stir up nostalgia yeah yeah nostalgia is a hell of a drug yeah member berries and shit dude i know member chewbacca (laughs) i remember i remember yeah dude i know member Uh, member berries are fucking real yeah and that is episode seven is member berries the movie um yeah and uh which which also because of that it's why i also don't feel like uh as connected with a lot of the new characters mm-hmm. like i don't uh i think kylo is my is my favorite of the new ones because just we just there's just a lot that makes sense about him but like ray for instance i we don't i don't get her i don't get it at all like she just seems she doesn't really like lose ever as like a, she's the protagonist of these new movies yeah, technically right has like, she ever um, faced something that she hasn't conquered within like 20 minutes or, or like has she ever yeah. like lost anything like she she did a mind trick like that very fast yeah no her um yeah i don't know how they're it seems like very like uh, fabricated like she, the story seems kind of she's like op yeah she's, super no, she's OP. op as shit um, like the, the whole like she, it seems like she can like tank anyone like, the previous six movies like we got to see jedi train like you tra- luke trained with yoda on dagobah and yoda's ass struggled to lift up a fucking x-wing yeah. and wasn't the whole the thing like you have to train when you're young otherwise you won't be good isn't that well? At, at I some think they're level more, of the story. Yeah, like you have to be brought up young, doing this your whole life. The Skywalkers you... have are like a, an exception because they're so strong with the Force. Uh-huh. But, so it's like why, and that's why I say Episode Nine could fix all this, like because mm-hmm. they could really explain like what the deal is with Rey mm-hmm. and why she has all this power. Yeah, I think that one of the, the novelization of. Um, um, Force Awakens alluded to the fact that when Kylo first Im- interrogated her with his like his like mind trick thing, he sort of she like sort of force downloaded his his power or his, how to use the power because she already had it in her somehow. 
Uh, but the force not, awakened yeah. within her, and yeah. she downloaded. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but has that ever been established before? Like, any has Qui Gon or? Not that I know of. You know, because um, I know are like you know previous, um, you know, so called OP Sith or Jedi. Have they ever been able to do that? Like, uh, like in the expanded mm. universe, I'm not aware of. But I don't not know. that I'm aware of. Yeah, it is possible though, because it seems like something to Disney's credit, they have been like cherry picking like some elements from the original, like uh, the original expanded mm. universe, like kind of like the best of type of thing. That's okay, and bringing stuff in, like uh, I don't know, like how how deep into Star Wars do you go? I watch the TV shows. I read books. I I, wa- I don't read books. Um, but I do watch YouTube videos explaining nice. the series of, mm. you know, like I was very interested like in Star seeing Wars like, um, Palpatine's, um, mentor. Mm. That's Darth what Plagueis? I would, Darth, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when yeah he the was, tragedy of Darth Plagueis, the lies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, cause the, because Star Wars Episode 3 was the first one I ever saw in the theater. Mm. And I was five. Did you see the first two before him? Uh, well, yeah, no, I did. Yeah, one and two, mm-hmm. I saw, and I, you know, I was like yeah, five, four years yeah. old, so I was like, they're okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought Darth Maul was cool. Fuck um, yeah, he, which he is. You know, to to give that movie credit, it is that score. Yeah, that's is unbelievable. It gets my heart racing just hearing it. Dude, I know. And then that Darth Maul scene where you see like lightsabers, because that's the first movie where lightsabers can be different, right? Yeah. 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 Double bladed lightsaber, yeah. and not only that, but the the Jedi and and the Sith, or we see them in the in the pr- the, high, the the prime of the Jedi their, prime. Of, yeah. And you see how they actually do fight when they're trained for their whole lives and can mm-hmm. do shit. Unlike Luke, who was trained by an old man, mm-hmm. and you know was not. He wasn't, he wasn't trained fighting he wasn't like Obi Wan and Anakin. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. No, they're on a different level. Yeah. Which is their cool. Whole lives. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so yeah, I was really interested in, is it Starth Plagueis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. Starth Plagueis, I was really interested in his story and you know, like, I don't know how, like in anime, in Naruto, especially mm-hmm. like you can use chakra to like, uh-huh. um, create different powers and shit. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I like that similarity with Star Wars a lot because Naruto I was in later, I got mm-hmm. into it, you know, when I was like probably seven, but, um, mm-hmm. definitely the Darth Plagueis, like, uh, I don't know, that character spoke to me yeah. where he was explaining it, like Palpatine's, like the ultimate OG who could like basically be live forever, you know, just mm. using the force. I just thought that was cool. That is a, that's something I think is, might end up being tied into episode nine. Uh, well, know? And I think could explain Ray in a way if like, because it's almost, it's all but like outwardly like said that Anakin was created by either Darth Plagueis or Palpatine yeah. through the force, you know? Yeah. So that's true. He is kind of like Jesus, where like someone yeah. just <laughs> impregnates his or, mother. Uh, like, or another thing power. I've read because they they've made it they've kept it unclear and kind of blurry in the uh-huh. in the books and stuff on mm-hmm. purpose because I think they're going to reveal that all makes this. Sense. In, no, in the I, nine, I, that, this this would, that would be the only reason to make new movies, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is to explain that Darth Plagueis era, and mm-hmm. they haven't obviously. But, yeah. Which, again, but it's that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that that section of time. Why did they do this? What mm-hmm. was the purpose? What are they? You know, like what's the big ultimate yeah. plan that they're trying to achieve? And and do they create Rey? Yeah, exactly. Did they create Rey like Anakin? Yeah. I mean, she's supposed to be dark or whatever, you know. Yeah, anyway. so that's cool. That's what. There's a lot of room for redemption here, and and honestly, I've I've loved a lot of the 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 TV and the book. I just finished an yeah. audio book called Master and Apprentice. It's a it's the first book in the, since they reset the canon that takes place before Phantom Menace, and it's about okay. a 
Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon oh, um, when Obi-Wan's like 19 and they're like they've had like a strained relationship their whole time and it's like them going on this mission to try to like liberate this world and it's it's really fucking dope yeah, it's cool um yeah. it's yeah, Qui-Gon how he like falls in love with prophecies and why he you know believes so strongly in the chosen one and just being like being like kind of uh Kind of like the Big Lebowski of the Jedi, <laughs> if I had to say. Like, like Qui- Qui Gon is very just like trivia. you know, man. Whatever the as the Force wills it, man, and I'm gonna go yeah. that way. And in uh, that also sets up like the hypocrisy of the Jedi and how they're so like stringent and uptight and mm-hmm. and totally miss the whole thing that the the, the Sith created the fucking clones and, and they you know lose their power. Yeah. Um, so it's cool, man. I I could I fucking love Star Wars. I even I uh I run a Star Wars Instagram and and uh, Facebook page where I, I you ever play the game Star Wars Battlefront? I played it a couple of times. The, yeah, the I'm more one? of a Mortal Kombat. I like I fighting feel you. games. I feel uh, I'm you. like that's my that's my thing. It's just that classic arcade fighting game. Mm. Or even dude, I have like literally Galaga downloaded on my Xbox. Like oh wow, I like old that's, school that's shit. Classic. I love when you can uh the 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 workaround to get two ships. <laughs> dude, that is the hardest. Give a <laughs> that is literally it's so old school, but it's so fun. Yeah, it's so fucking. There's satisfying. actually like the steps you need to take, uh-huh. and they're the risk level. Is yeah. next level because you have to yeah. like you'll yeah. literally die. It's, but it's ultimate it's still gamble. Like, yeah, you win my life away, dude. I know it's still one of the funnest games for me. Um, or then like online Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm online actually Yu-Gi-Oh. too. Wow. Hey, hey. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh's a, a good setup. I like I like that game. Like <laughs> played played it? Yeah, I, I came to Yu-Gi-Oh very late. I was like kind of a a hipster child back in grade school. I was like, yeah, fuck Yu-Gi-Oh. I still like Pokemon. Yeah, no, and, a lot of people uh, use no like Pokemon, Pokemon now. Like Pokemon, if you ask anyone, will mm-hmm. be the superior yeah. card format. It's because they still have games and stuff coming out. You know, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh kind of kind of peaked, and then they stopped making new stuff for it. What happened was there's a couple things that happened. They keep changing the rules. Mm. Oh, Which really? That's it was nice. like a knife in the heart of someone like me who's like an OG fan mm-hmm. who likes kind of the simple way of doing stuff because they keep adding new like summoning like someone who doesn't know like the game basically mm-hmm. you summon monsters mm-hmm. but to but in every series like in Pokemon like your cards or in Magic is the best example why Magic has stood the test of time was even their old cards are still good in the current mm-hmm. game. Mm. Yu-Gi-Oh's is the opposite. The really? old cards are horrible. You have to get the new stuff constantly, yeah. and then your or- old cards will most likely um, become less valuable over time. Can you still use, like, Slifer the Sky Dragon and, and you could, Exodia? You Do could. still work? Yeah, no, Exodia you can still work um, in a deck, mm-hmm. uh, but they always... It's it professional like to do it in a tournament would be really hard to pull off. Wow, like you can't use it in a tournament realistically because it's usually going to be stopped somehow with a new card. Like the new mm-hmm. whatever new series comes out, we'll be able to usually stop what you're doing. Um, and it's just it's um, yeah. And if you don't pull off basically Exodia turn one, you lose. <laughs> if you oh, have an really? Exodia strict deck Damn. where you just try to draw and get rid of all your cards. Until you have Exodia, unless you get super lucky, or um, yeah, it's nearly impossible. And then the God cards, you would think would be, you know, OP, but there's cards that are that shit on it now. So unfortunately, fucking any things never stay the same. But they do. What what is cool is that they will give support for like Blue Eyes or mm-hmm. uh, Dark Magician, or oh, they had okay. they actually gave Raw support, like the Wing Dragon of Raw. You remember mm-hmm. that from? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they gave that card support, which so, needed it because so, it was like the worst card. Like reworked it. 
not exactly. So they had another card that you could like summon. Uh-huh. You could just like a summoning thing to get it out on the board easier uh-huh. with like, it, it was just, it gave support for it. So it wasn't as horrible as it was. And you can destroy your opponent's monsters with it. And it was like, it was, it was a pretty good card mm. for what it was trying to be, you know, more nostalgic than anything. It was in the TV show and manga. So I was like, okay, cool. That's what's up. Yeah. I thought um, What's life without destroying monsters or making monsters or fight against a each other? Summon? <laughs> what's life without a polymerization? <laughs> Damn, you do you do deep dive on the um, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Dude, no, I, I'm heavy into Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, um, yeah, no, I yeah. It's it, and then hmm. they also like the, the board systems completely changed now, which sucks. It's like so you can't even like how you summon monsters is different. Like I don't even know the latest way to summon monsters, like. Because Maybe. every system kept just like almost like technology where, you know, in the next 10 years, it's going to be so much better than it is now. Uh-huh. And it's just going to keep kind of almost like squaring itself, mm. like square rooting itself, like just keep expanding. So it just got out of hand and I was just like, it's too much. It's not even the same game anymore. So that's why I think it died. Damn. Yeah. So that's sad. <laughs> Shit, but... Um, so what's your opinion of the new Star Wars? And I oh back to I will plug uh, yeah. my, my page Cinematic Battlefront for people who are Did interested. It sick. It's uh it's the new it's the EA Star Wars Battlefront too. It's the newest yeah, one. Yeah, that's um, and it's uh it's fucking dope. You need to play it. Okay. It's really good, dude. I, I'd be like, down. No, the times I played it, I've loved it. I'll just usually be doing other shit, and then because mm. to invest in a game like yeah. time wise. For me, is a lot of time because I want to complete like everything. Like in GTA, I want to complete everything or de- oh, Red I Dead. Mm. I want to be like completion. 100% completion because well, it'll just kind of annoy me. So it's very arcadey. Just unlock random random things. Uh, it's it's uh, it had a really controversial launch with uh, microtransactions. I think I heard about that. Yeah, like, uh, it was one of those games where didn't Call of Duty do some shit like that too? Or? Loot boxes. Yeah, where you basically yeah. Mortal Kombat uh, this year did. It's like a gambling system. You base the whole progression of your characters. You got to play the game to get points, and then you unlock a loot box, and you randomly get new like skill skill points or like items. And yeah, stuff. it was so kind of um, teaching kids a gamble. Yeah, like a lot of Apple games will be like you know like yes. iPhone games will be like that. Fuck yeah, fuck those. Yeah, I hate that stuff. Yeah. Um, so they just completely removed that. Not just Apple, Android. From the all, like you know, just those um, just app games will mm. be. Um, kind of almost just like Candy Crush or those that all that shit will just yeah. be. It, like, it's crazy to think that people have like spent major dough on like Candy Crush. Dude, I know. I've spent so much money, like too much money on this game, Contest of Champions. Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to play that. That's yeah, cool. You know the it's game, really cool. It's, oh, I love it. It was cool because it was a fighting game, and mm-hmm. but you would get crystals, and then they would be expensive as shit. Mm. <laughs> and then it'd be way too expensive, but I'd actually like spend like quite a bit of money on it, like buy the expensive thing that was coming Damn. out on Black Friday, and I was like... <laughs> Literally what, spent what, like my Christmas money on it one year. What's your lineup in that? Best lineup. Oh, like my champions? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Who's your favorite um, lineup? My favorite character was Doctor Strange for mm, a while, but I they nerfed him. him. They I nerfed did. him completely. Uh, mm. Doctor Strange was the coolest because he had this like insane health ability where mm. like um, he would rotate through like um, armor or fury or um, like he would, and they would constantly be gaining. I don't know what, like, just, like, energy. He would constantly be gaining, like, his energy bar where he could use uh-huh. special moves. So you could, you could always just basically, like, avoid attacks and then use a special move, avoid mm-hmm. attacks, use a special move. It was such a trolley character. And then after, um, 
armor and fury, it would go to every time he hits you, he gains life, like half the life back. So it was a super oh. OP trolley character, which makes some sense because in you know Marvel, like he he's like the only one capable of defeating Dormammu. You know, at some level, like that, I love Marvel Those too. Massive bargaining skills, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, theoretically, um, I would say he's at the top. Which so, so it makes sense. Wise? Power scaling, because mm-hmm. he, if he with, with the time stone, mm-hmm. with the time Almost stone, definitely. Um, but but now? I mean, now I'm Scarlet Witch's feats were insane in in uh, Endgame. Mm. When, yeah. Because I was like, I wasn't really convinced when people saw. I was looking at some stuff like, who's the strongest? Mm-hmm. Um, is it Thor? <laughs> with is it Thor, is it Fat Thor or Thor, um, or is it uh, you know Captain Marvel's extremely strong too? Oh my God, Dude. yeah. Um, That's another one who's in the vein of Ray for me. I she's don't, a little I, bit I don't like, quite, like she I just can shit on everyone. <laughs> like like Thanos is like headbutting her; she can't do you know he he can't do anything against it. Like, obviously, I don't identify with her as much, and because she's a woman. But that's not why I'm I I don't I. Just, Female, those two female heroines, they seem to want to make them just as like powerful as as the male male protagonist, but not with as much um, work to get there. I would say, like, where was Captain Marvel's like in the cave with nothing with nothing going? Kind of you know, saying, yeah, like she didn't nothing to grasp onto. Like she was always just kind of just fucking badass and and yeah. never. Yeah, like, I didn't see the movie, the right but what uh, the consensus was from, mm. you know, everyone, what everyone seems like, she just kind of was OP and it wasn't really, like, worked for. The, mo- the best parts of that movie were the, I think, were the Nick Fury um, being a, a younger uh, dude. Yeah. Where you can and he's in a lot of the movie. And That's honestly, cool. if uh, if you go down Victory into the, the Wells Fargo Tower, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, it's just no. down the street from here. There's, <laughs> oh, yeah, a, yeah. there's a movie theater and a Wells Fargo bank, and it's a huge tower. In that parking lot... In that strip mall is where they filmed the blockbuster, that entire sequence from the movie where she crashes to Earth for the first time and Nick Fury shows up. Like okay. Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson were down the street from my from my apartment. Dude, that's sick. <laughs> and I had no idea. This went on for like a whole summer, and I was like, "Damn, there's a lot of trailers there." It's oblivious to what's dude, going on. I was like, "God damn it!" I was literally I could have just walked onto a Marvel set. You could have met like, Mace I Wendy. I live Mad. for this shit. <laughs> yeah. So talk about OP Jedi, right? Well, it's because he used the dark side as well. He's the, dude, he I know was the this. only I know. Jedi. He has, that's yes. why he has the purple lightsaber. Because he's, Ooh, yeah. dude. I know. I know. Because he. Because people think like it's just a. It's just a cosmetic choice. Well, it is. But like the yeah, fan that's thing the, is the beauty of writing books about this. So you can fill in meanings for things yeah, later on. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it's because he draws from the the Sith power, mm-hmm. and that's why he could be. Palpatine in that conflict, right? Yeah, that's why he's the only one who could like. Yeah, he, he um, tells the him. line. It's his his lightsaber form is only one. It's called like the Vapad, which is like a very. It's one of the most dangerous creatures in the Star Wars universe. That's sick. Um, yeah, Vapad form form nine, I think. Yeah, he uses know. his power. That's the only way he could um, like fight with him, because otherwise Palpatine's. Is it, I mean, he pretty much shit on Yoda. Right. I'm a Yoda fan. Yeah. I'm like a pretty huge Yoda fanboy, so <laughs> you know. And if Palpatine Definitely. can come back now in this new movie, mm-hmm. then that means like that that power scaling feat of that that level of whatever force technique or lightsaber yeah. that is is like fuck. <laughs> like you know, that you could basically take any Sith then, right? Theoretically. Maybe. And it, also because you aren't you like if the less Sith there are, then you kind of consume more of the darkness. Maybe. Yeah. I think that isn't that a thing. That's why. It's, I don't know. It's like uh, 
it's kind of like when Snoke was like the right light, the dark side grew in power, so the right side light r- rose to meet it. I don't know if that literally means that. And this might have been expanded universe stuff yeah. that I looked at, but um, yeah, I thought so. Like if that's why there's only two Sith because they want all the power. They right. just want one and mm-hmm. then a pupil. Yeah. So they just carry on all the power, like mm-hmm. from one to one. Yeah, maybe Kylo will be the first one that does not have an apprentice or not try to. I mean, he tried to teach Ray, but it seems like they're. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's now. gonna. <laughs> For good, hopefully. Try to find a, a a young one to. Maybe we'll get another shirtless scene. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, Palps is super. Uh, did you ever watch Clone Wars? Yeah. Like the whole. Have you seen it? The whole show, like when he duels Darth Maul and his brother. Have you seen that? Oh, I didn't see all of it. I only oh, saw up to. Them up. Oh, I'm sure. You know, Darth, you know, Darth Maul can't came back. I <laughs> know, oh, I know, with the legs. I, yeah. I, um, and his brother <laughs> with, with the legs, legs right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has like these robotic, like yeah. grievous legs. Uh-huh. I remember watching that, and then you see his brother, and he's like yellow, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's Big, yeah, big and buff as hell. Yeah, okay. they, they uh, but the new, the new Clone Wars season that's coming out, they're coming out with the last one. Um, okay. It's, it's not t- over yet? Uh, well, it took like a five-year break. Once Disney bought Star Wars, they canceled it so they could make their new show, Star Wars Rebels, you oh. know, to lean on the original trilogy. Oh, okay. This makes uh, sense. But it was still the same creative t- team, so they had like a lot of synergy okay, with like, cool. characters. Like, there's some, like... Obi-Wan uh, fights Darth Maul for the last time in Star Wars Rebels. And it's like Alec Guinness, old man Obi-Wan. In, on the, in the desert in Tatooine, and it's fucking dope. It's cool. It's okay. a great payoff. But uh, That sounds sick. But Darth Maul takes over a planet called Mandalore, which, you know, I mean, the Mandalorian show is coming out in, mm-hmm. uh, in November. Um, but this is in the Clone Wars. He takes over the planet Mandalore and kind of becomes like this ultimate warlord crime boss. Kind of like becomes the third faction in the Clone Wars. Okay. Himself, he just with like a bunch of gangsters and crime crime lords, mm-hmm. and uh, Sidious felt him growing in his power, and he's like, "All right, time to snuff this boy out." And he goes by himself to Mandalore, and goes into this palace and fucking takes out two red lightsabers and just murks Maul and his brother, kills Maul's brother, and then um, captures Maul. And it's that's when the show the show ended after that. Okay. So we didn't get actually get to see, see what's like gonna what happen. happened. Yeah. Um, and that was explained in the comic that he was like captured, but he eventually got away from Sidious. Okay. It was like another. It was a four-way battle, lightsaber duel. Count Dooku. Uh, Wait, what? Count Dooku, Darth Sidious, Darth Maul, and General Grievous. And Count Dooku was possessed by the Mother Talzin from from Dathomir. Do you know who that is? No. Um, she's like this this uh, dark side witch who okay. wasn't actually with the Sith, but is another person who used the Force. She it's where Dar- she's from the home world of Darth Maul. Okay. Um, she sold Darth Maul to Sidious originally. Okay. But they uh, had this fucking lightsaber fight. It was in a comic adapted from the scripts from the Clone Wars show because okay. they canceled it. So they just took remaining scripts and like made books or comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so he escapes again, and then we don't see him again until uh, Rebels. So this new season is going to show how Darth Maul went back to D- Dathomir. I mean, back to Mandalore, took mm-hmm. it over again, and then there's this one last giant battle in the Clone Wars with uh, Anakin Obi Wan and then their uh, Anakin's Padawan Ahsoka, who left the Order and then comes back to help. Just this, and she has this big duel with Darth Maul, oh, sure. and then uh, it, right then Episode Three happens, and Anakin and Obi Wan get called off to save the Chancellor. That's how that's gonna go. Oh, okay, shit. <laughs> yeah, that seems like crazy because I yeah Palpatine. His every every feat he had at eighty was insane, mm, right? You know that fucking spin. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah. yeah, the corkscrew. Yeah, the corkscrew, fucking straight into everyone. Just yeah, his, see... all his feats seemed 
they like they 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 didn't seem fast how they you know directed but mm-hmm. assuming the jedi have any relative speed and these were high up like dudes you would think yeah. had pretty insane speed feats you know like strength speed force like reaction feats yeah he took out he two of those masters like one shotted them all like it was insane like madara from naruto if anyone out there gets that reference mm. and that was a. Uh... It's cut kind of strangely because that was originally uh they they reshot that kind of at like the last minute with uh with uh Ian McDermott doing most of the fighting himself, which is why the choreography wasn't as like snappy as a mm. lot of the fights were. Originally, like Anakin went with the masters and was in there, and they shot footage like there's a uh, there's stills that were released that had like as Anakin as Mason and Sidious fight down the hallway, you see Anakin in the back in the room where he just cut down those Jedi and he's like oh. looking around. And he, so he like watches the fight but doesn't like oh interfere. And Sidious had actually taken Anakin's lightsaber to fight Mace, and in some shots you can see that they used in the movie that An- Sidious is holding Anakin's lightsaber, but it's red. That was like a plot point That's taken out of the movie. Yeah. yeah. He didn't originally have his own lightsaber. Huh. That's true, because, like... Why does he need it? Yeah. Or... <laughs> He's got jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's interest. That's an interesting... That's a, that's a cool... Uh, oh, shit. I'm, I really want to go back and look at that now. And be mm. like, oh, shit, there it is. That's Anakin's lightsaber. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Oh, okay. How do you how, uh, so? Yeah. Keep skirting around this. How do you feel about the about the new Star oh, Wars? Oh, I know. I keep skirting yeah, around yeah. this. All these hot button issues. <laughs> yeah. I keep just kind of skirting around. Um, no. Okay. So my opinion is, is that I definitely agree with you. It's essentially a remake. This the seventh movie is a remake. Mm. Eighth, eighth movie definitely goes a different direction. <laughs> the eighth movie goes I don't know about it um my feelings I saw it three times in the theater Mm, same interesting (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just gotta understand this yeah I was um I was very disappointed with um the direction like the character direction they took with um Luke Mm -hmm. that was for me was my kind of biggest gripe with it that I don't. I just disagree with how they verted that character. Mm. Um, it, it seemed like it just didn't seem. I know they didn't want. I guess copy like he's the Yoda exactly, and mm-hmm. he's this you know fallen guy. But I don't think that works for his character personally. Like just mm. for him to go through that entire arc and then to fall off and kind of you know, and then this whole thing with Kylo. I I didn't really. I, I I just would have taken a different direction with that. Mm. Um, do you think you could do Luke differently? Like keep the same framework of everything that like the major bullet points that happened, but have Luke be a different character within that? Like if she had gone to see him on the island and he was like eager to help, do you think that would have uh Like could he have still better? been more like... Um, with the same plot points? Yeah. No. Mm. Probably not. I, I would have, yeah, that's where I'm, but basically I would have taken it a little bit different direction. Um, I liked definitely how, like, what was cool was the, that, I remember, what was the tree that they kind of, they go into, I forget mm-hmm. what the, I, I'm forgetting the movie a little bit, even though I saw it yeah. a few times. Like, um, yeah, the, the tree that they go temple. into was, I really liked that part. Mm-hmm. The, how they kind of created this, how it's like this, 
you know, we've never really seen a force object before or a, like a special force area. So I thought that was cool that you could have these hallucinations. Oh, the cave in Dagobah. Was that specifically like? Was that? Uh, I was just going to say that's force, yeah. Okay. Uh, energy, yeah. It's okay, like never a mind. Beacon of the dark. That's one of the reasons why Yoda went to Dagobah to hide there because that place is so strong with the dark side. So he could mask himself. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but um, it was cool that they brought that back. It's mm. again. It was like. I'd almost have to watch it again, but I just thought it was a little odd. I think the for me the shining moment was obviously the. The, the light speed scene, they shoot through the um, mm. Imperial Fleet thing, where it's like, you know, yeah. they shoot through it with, like, hyperspeed and just, like, fractals. Every time that happened in the theater, though, it was, like, kind of like your breath got taken away. Like, yeah. <gasps> it was like the Captain America yeah. gets the hammer moment. Yeah, it was very just, cool. <gasps> very cool. Yeah. yeah. The hype moment is real. The nerd, like, the, mm. the, the, the member berries <laughs> are real yeah. there. And we're just like, yes. Um, There's a lot of backlash, sort of, like, did they break space combat in Star Wars by by doing that. What do you, you mean? Know, c- could you just, like, theoretically now, anytime there's, like, a dog fight, like, oh, fuck it, let's just do remote fighters, and we'll, and we'll just, yeah, we'll just ram, ram light speed through them. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, Have yeah. they ever done that before? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, yeah, why hasn't anyone thought of that before, all the shit that we've seen? Exactly. Like, think about Rogue One that could have, like, light speeded through that shield gate somehow. Yeah. I don't know. That could go, yeah, it's a, it might be nitpicky. Maybe they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. No, it's interesting. <laughs> were you doing like any of that time, like space bucket bending? It's just, yeah. I don't know. That 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 level of science is really, I find it fascinating. You know, mm. but um, would you have been? Uh, do you think George Lucas should have made the sequel trilogy? Oh no, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, honestly, well, for me, at least, it seems a little directionless. Not, yeah. not entirely directionless, but it seems, like, kind of open. I would say it's fair to say I don't think they had, like, a clear outline of all three movies before they went ahead. They didn't, That's like, plan a trilogy That's out. That's my point. Yeah. So it seemed like, it need, for me, at least, it needed to be 100% completed, mm-hmm. and then they executed it. Yeah. Um, they could have waited a year. Yeah, and just you just, know, just had a much better idea what was going on. Um, because it just seems a little shaky, you know, like with the Ray stuff and the Kylo stuff. It just seems, mm. and you're not like emotionally attached to any of these people, you know, yeah. for me at least. Because that we don't see them struggle really. Like yeah. I, I, I see, we see Kylo struggle. Like there's plenty of struggle with Kylo. Uh-huh. The, the whole, all the movies are about him. Yeah, being, it's really hit. Yeah, again, being uh, that was Darth Vader's story, really. Yeah, you know? and how is it? This is another thing that I'm interested in, and fucking episode nine better explain this. Why is Darth Vader such an influence on Kylo when in the end he became Anakin again? You know, like I'm how, sorry, is, wait, say that how again? is how is Kylo able to look at Darth Vader's mask and feel this this connection to the dark side or like feel like he's communicating with his grandfather to show him the darkness when when Darth Vader died, he mm-hmm. died as Anakin Skywalker and came back as a force ghost as Anakin. And I think I have a theory. Yeah. There's a comic book. I, I told this to David Coker actually on, on a podcast too. Um, there's a, it's a comic book that establishes that the, the afterlife for the Sith, unlike the force ghosts of the Jedi who are kind of like omnipotent and can go uh-huh. anywhere. Yeah. They're, they're always tied to like a specific place or a specific thing. Item. Yeah. And like Palpatine's death 
when he falls into that pit and you know all the the blue and shit comes up you uh-huh. know the smoky stuff yeah which I don't even, what keeps he getting, go into? getting reference it's like a reactor core but oh, okay. but the, like the blue like smoky uh like aura things has been referenced multiple times in like comics and in uh cartoon shows like mm. as being like palpatine's like essence i yeah. guess and i wonder if palpatine is the one who attached himself to vader's mask and Put, planted the seeds in Kylo's head about possibly about, that may, would make about, a lot more that would actually make a, a ton of sense like I'm just trying to figure out how this all connects because it has to connect and it doesn't I don't because Vader was sense, redeemed yeah. in the end so how is how is and he went you know <laughs> you know he went to the the good side in the end so right I did, what it makes you're actually absolutely right Aiden that makes sense. Shows, shows up at the end of fucking Return right the now <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that in the the edit like the like, yeah. the, like George Lucas's um Special with editions, the movies, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. He, he's uh. There's some I agree with. There's some I don't agree with. I think it's interesting, like that. There's a filmmaker out there who who has done that. That's someone who who has yeah. kind of like I love that about George. How it's all he's always like, you know, these are my movies and this is my story and this is how I see the oh, movies no, yeah. and this is my universe and this is what I want to do and you know if you don't like it I'm sorry but you know I didn't no, I, I didn't start off of doing yeah. this thinking about what everyone was doing i was telling my story from the beginning mm-hmm. and uh you know i think love him or hate him no i totally um, respect him um, yeah. but i just don't like cgi <laughs> that's my right, thing i'm right. a huge practical effects guy mm-hmm. like to my death like horror movies any movie it is cgi i think like, the only you know like for me that's just like so nostalgic and um kind of probably why i like horror movies as much as i do just mm-hmm. the makeup the the character design that you know that that weirdness that you know that you can have this sense of like touch to it that cgi doesn't you know mm, but yeah if michael myers was a cgi character you, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, be yeah scary. exactly <laughs> it would just be like yeah but that he has this presence to him they're actually a great reference because john carpenter have you seen the thing i have never seen the thing dude if okay if you're gonna see one horror movie mm-hmm. it's gonna be the thing mm. and then like, it's like alien level good Mm, I love Alien. Yeah. I love those movies. I'm assuming Most of you've them. seen yeah, no, one and two. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you've seen Alien. Oh yes. And I yes. and I give Prometheus credit for what it is. I will it's a give whole it rabbit cre- hole I will in give it itself. I will but give I the... know what he's trying to do and I mm. and I appreciate it. And you could argue that it's a superior trilogy, Prometheus, Alien, and Alien Two. Mm. You know, Aliens. Sorry. Mm. But <laughs> then you gotta, you gotta then, slip, slip Alien Covenant in there now, too. Do I know? Now you have to slip that. And if you yeah. just left it at Prometheus and left it um, empty, you mm. could argue that it's better than Alien 3. At some maybe you know, you could, because it mm. ties in more. Yeah. And it leaves both ends kind of open. Mm-hmm. And it's this kind of, it's just the world. Anyway, that's my opinion, but. It's very, um, I love that universe. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Alien, dude. Uh, yeah, AVP would. If I would love to see them actually bring that back, I was obsessed with that as a kid. Oh shit! Have you seen? Like, I know there are comics of engineers interacting with predators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see that on film. Like, I that know. would be so cool oh, to see man. them brawl. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's like the original. I mean, shared universes have been around in Hollywood forever. We just, yeah, I know. They just no one would, just re- <laughs> realized it. I was but, just thinking and, uh, about that. Like, there's so many. Like, there's so many things I would want to see. Like Terminator vs Alien. You know, I, I feel like that's Terminator vs. Predator would just be. There's a there's an online fan film that came out like 10, 15 years ago called Batman Dead End. And it's Batman vs. Alien vs. Predator. And it's fucking sick. I'm, I'm sure. It's really <laughs> I'm sick. Sure. It's really well done. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think it was like Bat in the Sun or somebody who did that. I don't know. It was it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crossovers, man. God, oh, everyone yeah. loves crossovers. Dude, I love, yeah, I, I'm the entire I'm table's a crossover. <laughs> exactly. But like half Star Wars. I see. You got, uh, is that Silence of the Lamb you got there? That is Silence of the Lamb. Yeah. Is that probably your number one? Horror movie? Horror or, movie? No. I mean, pe- okay, okay. Do you consider it a horror movie? Ah, yeah, that's a good question. I don't because some people do, some don't. Hmm. I do probably consider that more of like a action thriller. You know, it's a thriller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, when I when, I, when you say horror movie, I think of shit like uh, like Blair Witch. Yeah. Or, uh, it's a different like ghostly type of thing. Yeah. Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, the three. Yeah, you know, yeah. Texas. Ooh, yeah. Freddy, Freddy versus Jason was. Fun. <laughs> Dude, I know. I would love to see Michael versus Jason. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah, that that would be. I feel like more fitting because they're both somewhat the same character. Yeah. At some level. Yeah. Michael's more mystical. Well, they're both mystical, but it seems yeah. like Michael's in- interesting. You know, what the fuck is he now? Because they, you know, did you see the reboot? Oh, I did. The re-reboot? Well, what you, yeah. What's your opinion? Not, on like, that? Now yeah. he's not. He's not even a uh, Laurie Strode's brother, and I think that's so strange. Like, I I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was it was interesting, not terrible, but uh, but they that they could that they do that. Just like yeah, forget about two, four, five with all with this same actress. Just pretend those didn't happen, and we're just gonna <laughs> say that was all a rumor. I mean, I don't know. Good, better than Rob Zombie's Halloween. I'll say that. I didn't. I didn't like those. Oh, I okay. I thought that was like. I think there's an. I respect Rob Zombie because he makes movies. Right. And I respect anyone who does that. And I like I, I like his level, movies. And I say. like um like the House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Reject. I I I enjoy like his own properties more than I like his take on Halloween. I don't think I haven't seen that. Halloween. Some people like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not super into um. A House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm. Um, I thought it was a little like I don't I don't know. For me, it just didn't. He's extreme. Click. It's extreme, but I like I like Ichi the Killer. Mm. And if you've seen that, Ichi the Killer, what's that? It's um. Have you seen? So there's. Oh my god. There, uh, there's Takashi uh, Miike. Or I think that's right. Takashi ja- Miike. Something like uh-huh. uh, I want to. It's a Japanese director. Uh-huh. He's done like um, Ichi the Killer. Mm. Audition. Uh, he just did First Love. I think it's called First Love. I just saw that. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done like 50 movies. Like, no, like literally like probably 100 movies. I really like his work. And that's, and he will take stuff to the very like, brain, like the edge. Like he'll take that to like the edge of, you know. So like a YouTube clip we can look at? Um, yeah. Yeah, let's look yeah. up Ichi the Killer trailer. Because mm, that's, <laughs> that, if... If anyone, in, that's probably, if you look up like. How do you spell that? Iche? I-C-H-I. I-C-H-I. The killer. Ah. There we right. go. Uh, okay, the killer. Dude, soundtrack. So, is it a good soundtrack? Oh, is it, is it an I anime? I don't even know. Yeah, look up that trail. That, uh, first this one? one? I think so. Let's try it. It's a minute long. Um. Dude, looks pretty freaky. Yeah. 
Have you seen Only God Forgives? No. Uh, it's kind of like a Japanese version of that before it. Oh. The Yakuza. Oh shit, not the yeah. Yakuza. Uh... All right, fascinating. So that's like one of the goriest movies I've ever seen. Really? There's, there's this. Okay, this Did is you a, disgusting... about a horror movie. You say? Uh, crime. Crime. Movie? Crime. Crime. Oh. Crime torture porn. <laughs> like if uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like if John Wick was like a bad guy. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a scene where they literally they just show a clip of it in the mm-hmm. trailer. There's a scene where they have a guy up on they hook him up like mm-hmm. by his skin and mm-hmm. then they pour like boiling water on him. Oh. So there's that in the movie. So I can you know I've seen like I've seen probably Damn. the brink of kind of gross shit to see. Does it does it melt his skin? Does he fall off the hooks? It doesn't melt off, but it. It's nasty. Fuck. And practical effects, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's all, like, stretchy. It's, it gets gross. So, it's I, in my opinion, that was way grosser than anything in House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm. So, it I wasn't... Mean, the, pulling that dude's face off, that looked, yeah. that looked pretty gnarly. Do you, yeah. know, do, you, do you know anything about how they did that? How they did that effect? Yeah. Um, I think it was actually... It's probably pretty simple. Like, they would just mm. probably add... Um, his face is just there. Like, you just... Um, not like exactly something, something like that. They use some material, so it looks as if you know. Um, That's my favorite part about horror movies and stuff like that is, is the the talented makeup and the, like prosthetics people. Dude, me like, too. I love seeing the. So it's dope. so like it's pretty in its own. It's like it, like it's really art in its own weird like crazy way. If you see like, you know, any of the, like you go, dude, you got to see the thing because there's so many scenes where like bodies will be ripped open uh-huh. and it'll just be like formed with this weird like wolf goo it'll just be mm. ridiculous like <laughs> wolf goo <laughs> if you see the movie you get it because it's like what the fuck is <laughs> are you talking about but it's it's such um it's such like um if anything you say why should you have practical effects mm-hmm. i say john carpenter's the thing is the movie by far like there's no question because mm. every like every monster scene they have mm. like just some crazy rip apart thing where the the creature can I'm not going to try to spoil anything, mm-hmm. but they can, like, it can do just crazy shit with its cells. It, like, takes over people's bodies, right? Or, yeah. like, takes the form of people? Yeah. It okay. copies you. Uh. So it does it in these weird practical effect gross ways. Like a ditto. Exactly. Creepy bastards. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pikachu Remember movie? that Pokemon card? Yeah, I knew you were thinking of that, right? <laughs> the par- yeah. purple goo. Yeah. Oh, man. I was um, thinking about South Park. Have you seen the new South Park episodes? I have. They're talking they're about good. talking about the impossible biggers. I am a goo man, and oh, I yeah, sell yeah, goo. Oh yeah, yeah. What's Danny fucking? And dude, I love that <laughs> reference. That was that was pretty sick. Um, that show. Um, yeah, I, in, incredible. Like how much you can learn about culture by watching that show and like what's going on. Oh like, yeah, it makes if me, aliens come. They just need to watch South Park, and then they right. get a pretty honest. Uh, 
like I was pretty analysis. big the other day watching it and I was like oh shit you know what I haven't even thought about this I should I should go back I could go back to the, like when the, the first season and mm-hmm. like find out about like how America and the world was by watching it over again try to oh, think yeah. of it through that lens and like oh shit you really probably you get a different perspective and you get it's like a little time capsule especially yeah. like now where they do it every week mm. and you know like the stuff um anything that's going on now it'll be right have you seen the documentary about them making it? it's called seven seven days to air no they literally have seven days to to come up with concept to end of the, of the ep, each, each episode i'm sure i, I uh, assume that because some of the stuff are so relevant and right. like topical that they they have to be for them to pull that off because something will just happen like two days ago i know like yeah. the whole the whole last three ep, all three episodes have been about china pretty much mm-hmm. and china, china censoring uh, american getting media. banned so yeah <laughs> you know so um fucking winnie the pooh you know that scene was that was actually kind of hard to watch. Like for me, that was harder to watch than <laughs> anything in Thousands of a Thousand Corpses. Well, that's, seriously, what's crazy like is that that shit's really happening over there in China. They're taking people's organs out and selling them. Uh, like stuff goes imprisoning down. people. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure it, shit goes down. It's uh, it's insane. It's insane that a a place exists like that in today's society. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. literal concentration camps. They got people working all the day. They got an app on your phone where you're, you're rated as like a citizen and human being. And if you have a low enough rating, you're going to go to jail. Have you if seen you have that a high enough rating, you get your dick sucked whenever you want, uh, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> have you uh, seen that, um, what is it, Black Mirror? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about with the rating system? Mm, well, shit, which, which episode was that? Um... Where you like, it's really like that, where mm-hmm. you can't buy, I I think you like, she can't do stuff or people mm-hmm. don't talk to her because her mm-hmm. rating's too low on the app. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was like, fuck, that's so real. <laughs> that's a great show too, for watching yeah. about current times. Have you uh, seen, um, in that same like Black Mirror van, have you seen like the original Twilight Zone? I have, yeah, sporadically. I don't, yeah. um, creepy. Definitely. It's such a, um, I feel like that's a time capsule in and of itself because you get a lot of like, um, the nuclear war scare you know yeah there is a couple episodes in there that you definitely get a sense of their like mindset where you're you know there's a couple like bunker episodes where like the world's destroyed mm. you know nuclear war nuclear war or they go in these bunkers so that's definitely um i think a time capsule of itself where you you know you see that their their mindset you know right well it's yeah. all still very possible today oh i know um yeah I that's, know. <laughs> this is one of those things where it's just like all it takes is one and, and the entire world is just different forever like our lives are going to change oh, yeah, no right. matter where it explodes because oh, yeah. inevitably if one goes off someone's shooting off another but possibly yeah probably <laughs> so it starts crazy when you start thinking so big and how like big ramifications get when you when you increase the scales I know. Like, I don't know. Thinking about other countries, like thinking about pe- thinking about people from other countries, like how many people that live in like Russia or like Afghanistan or Syria are even really our enemies or even have ideals that are against us. You know, I think it invariably we're more alike than we are different all over the world. But it's like these powers that speak for us or govern us. They they're they have their own interests and that's what causes the conflict. Oh, I totally get you. Yeah, uh, that you know we don't really have a choice in 
that matter. And, you know, yeah. So. I take your country back. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you don't, you don't choose, you know, you can't say no to taxes. Or say like how they're used. Exactly. Yeah. You don't even know where they go. So there's a, what's that website? There's a website from Steve Ballmer. You know who that is? Oh, the name um, rings a bell. But he's the uh, former uh, CEO of Microsoft. Okay, that's where it's um, from. He's a billion, billion, billionaire. Also owns the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, and oh, he, yeah, yeah, that dude. He's, uh, he's dope. He's like listening to him speak. He's like a very magnanimous speaker. He's mm-hmm. like crazy energy, like, you know, oh, get, no, get I, your yeah, blood I've flowing. Seen a little, I've, I, now um, I can picture him. I've seen like clips of him, like the, mm-hmm. co- like the, the guy who owns the Clippers and he's like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, he goes to every game just about, and yeah, he's like really into, into it. it. Like what you'd want an NBA owner to be. But yeah. he, he's got a website called usafacts.org where you could literally mm-hmm. go and and see exactly what we spend like on. what we spend on and like actual like just it's just the numbers about like high school dropout rates at six point one percent right now. College enrollment rate is at sixty nine point eight percent. He just gives like it's just all it's a whole website just devoted to facts and statistics mm-hmm. and with nothing. Nothing trying to tell you what it means. Nothing trying to spin anything. It's just like it's just facts. It's just random yeah. facts. So like anyone could just go through and just read and get educated on things. Um, but you know how many people are doing that? I don't know. I literally. Like a few, yeah. I saw. I, I like statistics. I like facts, but um, I feel you know like, like the climate today is a little hostile. So. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, I know. It's that's just that's a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I get you. Where people need to try to see things with an open mind and be objective to things. We need to talk. Yeah. I mean, one I of the that, big reasons why I do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because I, I do agree that once people see just their perspective, the amount of people that have ill intent are, I think, few. Um, I at least yeah. I at least think so. That not many people are actually out to like you know, straight up make other, others' lives horrible. I think everyone just re- wants a roof over their head and food on their table and just be able to live the life that they want to live. Yeah. You know? Pretty and, much. I think about 99% of people can get on board with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I feel shit. Just make sure I don't have to, you know, work three jobs and work my life away and not be able to ever, see, you know, got to have balance in your life. Oh, yeah. Like they used to, it's... Another fun thing about those old movies, like uh, seeing the predictions of the future in old movies. It like, is funny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> definitely. You know how many, like, I think the Jetsons um, was like, they had it like, by the time the Jetsons happens, we'll only be working one day a week because we'll all be so just, <laughs> there'll be so much wealth. And the fact of the matter is that we could do stuff like that. Have you, do you want, you follow any of the camp, uh, the candidates for president? You ever hear Andrew Yang speak? Yang gang. Yeah, <laughs> Shit, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um he's uh I don't want to you know publicly support anyone as per se, oh. you know, cuz I don't want to I don't want to get into politics okay. at, at some level, but mm-hmm. I do like Andrew Yang. He's a, a lot. smart fella, right? A lot. Um If I would have if I don't I don't for me I'm I'm not going to vote 
I feel like they're gonna vote it all for president. No, bro, what the fuck? Come on, at least vote in the primary. Will you vote in the Democratic primary? Help us choose the, the Democrat. Because <laughs> all right, that's the funny thing about voting. You're like, mm-hmm. well, we know California's gonna, it's gonna be a Democrat. Yeah, coming out of California, that's gonna win the state. But we gotta choose the Democrat right now. You're right, and it's fucking important to get this Democrat right because there's a lot of them that I think just not good. Ah, uh, yeah. So far, I would say Andrew Yang. Is for me the the best choice we got um, for president in a perfect society. That's the type of leader we would we would want to have, right? Yeah, someone no, who actually yeah. knows shit. Yeah, you know, who's actually for me endorsed endorsed by like, um, you know, people I respect, mm. uh, support him. Very. Uh, he's interested in making. He's he's trying to. What I like his whole thing seems to be about future proofing our country. You know, and that no one's ever talked about that. Right, We're like twenty dollars, right. twenty trillion dollars in debt, and. How is that not, you know, like, like that's the funny like thing people, the, that goes over people's heads because, you know, we're always worried about in the now. But there mm-hmm. is like a we are in debt. You There's know. that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, but debt the is whole... pick and the pick and choose when when debt's important. You know, only True. only we can all the debt doesn't matter if we're going to go to war with somebody or we need to send troops over there. You know, fucking put on the credit card. We need a billion dollars for for this conflict. Yeah. But like some healthcare. Well, dude, where are you gonna get all this money from? We 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 can't put this on the checkbook. I, I like, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we, Canada? Yeah, that's um, a, and that's a tough thing too because we have so many more people than any other country. True. That's I think just like the hardest thing because if mm. we have any healthcare system, having it you know reach everybody is just gonna be like harder to do. I think you know having oh, all the doctors sure. and you know having all this like. It's gonna be um, um, poor of care compared comparative to. I don't know. Could it though? I don't know. Like, do you think? I would can, think Canadians aren't in like Swedish people aren't up in arms about how shitty their healthcare is. They all have like universal healthcare. Everyone seems to be happy. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about no, them yeah. like saying like, "Oh, we're forced to go to these terrible doctors." You know, it's always like, "Oh, yeah, we love the healthcare." <laughs> no, I get you. I just I I'm a little hesitant to see how like um it would work in uh, a country with how many like three hundred million yeah, probably three hundred million, million. You know, mm-hmm. I know that's um to my knowledge that's the most that's would ever been tried before. So that would probably, be the yeah. the biggest you know that would be the biggest wall. That's just my only concern for it is that yeah. and getting three hundred people to three hundred million, million people to, to, to not only just. To implement it, but to agree, like, how to implement it. Exactly. Because there's... Because there's different, you know, because yeah. it's who's writing the laws, who's doing, you know, it's mm-hmm. not just... If, depending on who writes the laws... Well, a lot of times the insurance companies exactly. and the prescription drug companies are writing those laws. I was just going to say where um, that's also a huge problem. If it's written yeah. by the company that, you know, is going to give you, like, you know, it, uh, and it'll get... It's who's writing the laws. It's pretty shitty. That's how yeah. most of our laws are written, so, I think, right at now. some level, I'm like, if, who, depending who's writing the laws... I'm not going to want to, you know, if we're going to get worse care, theoretically, you know, just there is a possibility of that. Mm-hmm. And then depending who writes the laws, because our political system's so wacky right now, I, you know, I, <laughs> if you, you know, that's, that's my concern with it. But what I like about Yang is uh, kind of like setting up um, American citizens as almost like stockholders of the United States. Mm-hmm. The idea that we would, uh, all the profits being made off of like 
are like data being used and shared by other companies like put a tax on that so like that facebook has to pay us for using our data to sell to other people because oh, yeah. you know we're mm-hmm. like we're just we're data farms each and every one of us and, and mm-hmm. companies are making billions and billions of dollars every year off of you know us tweeting or searching things and uh, to get a piece of that that would be a uh, pretty damn cool um but mm-hmm. also like uh his UBI uh, people fucking roll their eyes. I, the, I like UBI. The UBI not, is I'm very not, interesting. I I'm for UBI. I, I think it's a uh, okay. Look, wait. I don't like the argument that it's going to be like, oh, people are going to get lazy and not want to do no, 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 do no, things. I, like, dude, everybody's everybody I know is struggling with something financially that they that they that they I know need to mean, get paid yeah. off, and it's it's harming them if not, you know, financially, emotionally, and. No, Something like you. that would totally take care of Do you mind if I go to the bathroom right quick? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Time out. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry about that. Um, but no, I, I totally get what you're saying. I'm totally for uh, UBI. Absolutely. Uh, my only, my, again, my concern then mm-hmm. is for me, I'm always trying to th- uh, think like the hypothetical, what's, you know, what's um, the downside to it. And mm-hmm. it's that. You know, we have like um, a very we do have a wealth welfare system now, where mm-hmm. I feel like if we change that, like if we completely have uh, some form of universal health care mm-hmm. and UBI, mm-hmm. and that will eliminate um, some of the welfare state. That I think that could that's for me. That's my opinion. If that's how it could balance out. Yeah. Because um, all the like statistics I've seen is that it's usually kind of damaging. Because it kind of puts you in a hole. Um, for not not UBI, mm. but uh, the welfare mm. system kind of will. Um, well, yeah. Have you ever been on unemployment before? Um, well, my it's uh, not. I have. It's uh-huh. it's not livable. Oh, I like, know. Like it's um, the most you can get is like two hundred fifty bucks a week, and you can't work on top of that. Otherwise, yeah. you don't get that, you don't that get chips away in. from the two. So good luck living on two hundred fifty bucks a week in uh, in Los I, Angeles at least. No, I mean, I, I mean, back when I was Illinois, a kid, I remember. Um, you know, my mom was, I, yeah, I got food stamps sometimes, you mm. know, so sometimes when like my dad would start a new, he started a business once and, uh, you know, well, good for him. Fucking yeah. Doing that. Many people he, do that. Yeah. So exactly. if he had a thousand extra month, but dollars, no, a but month, I agree. Like if we take, if we that. eliminate that uh-huh. and then we substitute it with stuff that actually is just universal and it's, yeah. um, I feel like again, then you, you know, I totally, I totally get Andrew Yang's. You're going to be more. Again, like incentivize to go start your own business. You're gonna actually have some level of safety net because, you know, I'm definitely a believer in small business. And when you have money, you spend it. Yeah. And that money keeps going through the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another one of his interesting ideas is the. Uh, it's called a. Uh, it's for candidates. He's he's like he wants to give every person like a hundred government dollars, every citizen, uh-huh. and they can choose if they want to. To give that, to submit those government dollars to a candidate of their choice, like when they're voting, um, huh. to like donate to them to their to, their campaigns. Uh, look and into that. See what it's like a way. It's a clever way of him trying to say we can wash out the money in politics by giving the people money. In oh, order I'm for to, that uh, too. I'm totally I for think, that too. I think those are like the, and you know, 
it's not going to happen. He's not going to get elected because this country's just not ready for that right now. We're still we're still too all tied up in fucking corp corporations and left versus right to to understand yeah. that there's a bigger thing. There's a bigger, bigger picture. picture. Yeah. Yeah. But these are the kind of things that he needs to be bringing up. It's like when Bernie Sanders first started talking about healthcare back in two, 2016 and now that's like one of the mainstream fucking like how are we going to get universal health care? Uh-huh. No one was cared about that. Obama tried Obamacare, and then that was it. Uh-huh. Um, it was written by the insurance companies, and it didn't really work. Yeah. That's my opinion. Well, it's, I, I don't have it. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, yeah. There was a lot of, yeah. I thought there was a couple things wrong with it. But, um, no, I so definitely, a lot um, totally with Bernie on the... The, these healthcare systems writing the law. I'm not that. The, what? Who made this up? Who made that up? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, probably the coolest thing I've seen in politics lately was, um, I mean, it was a while ago, but like I think it was Ted Cruz and Ocasio Cortez mm. teaming up. Like I, I'm, I love that. Like that's what I want to see. Don't we love crossovers? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the theme. <laughs> fucking crossovers. Where I'm totally. This is what. This is I think what needs to be happening. If you're, you know, in the mm-hmm. political scheme, where like. I think we got to just start working together on like the bigger issues here. Yeah. You know? Because that's something on. that I think 90% of the people will agree with that. You got to get, you know, all these corporations kind of out of politics. You got to just give it back to the people, you know? Yeah. They're going to fight hard. They're going to fight really hard to keep yeah, it. And they are fighting hard. There's, do you ever get on Reddit? Uh, occasionally. I'm not super into it, but They're, I know of it. I know of um, well, for people who don't know Reddit, Reddit's like a, you basically can, any kind of topic, there's probably a community of it. Forum. And you, yeah, can, no idea. you go, it's like a forum where people talk, discuss, post memes or opinions about stuff. But there's a whole Reddit called uh, Bernie Blindness, and it's dedicated to the, the national media, like uh, openly just like disregarding him or like shifting, like even like in the, after the last debate, they, 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 uh, MSNBC gave a whole, quote that was that bernie gave and attributed it to elizabeth warren and put it on their front page yeah, yeah. like uh <laughs> or, or just like uh, like subtle shit like talking about the democratic front runners uh biden's at uh uh elizabeth warren is now leading the pack and biden's at number three but they and bernie's at two but they don't say bernie at all and they'll only show breaking news uh warren number one and biden number three and just a picture of those two but like why don't you talk about number two is, you know, it's just like weird stuff. Yeah. And it's because I think he's the only one right now who, who could win, who actually I, doesn't have any ties to, I'll, I'll, yeah, to I put corporate money on, media. He's the only one who has money. a chance. Cause if you, I could be wrong on this, but I'm, mm. I honestly think that a lot of the people who were voting for Bernie went to Trump right. in that election. Right. And people don't realize that because... He won Michigan in the primary in Hillary. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of... Um, you you know, there could be um, an, like some argument for saying you could go... You know, Trump just kind of took that... Um, that that base very that similar to very like cutthroat you know like it, like we needed Washington's corrupt it's not working for us mm-hmm. we need someone who cares about the people to At get that it level, it's like people got you know people same thing. yeah people uh, gravitated toward that and I think that's something that people overlook a lot of the times um, and he's also just a dude that's always you can he's not someone you can look into his past and find something shitty about like the dude has always just been on the right side of history when it when bernie with issues yeah yeah like, no, i know yeah what candidate have you seen that's up there now he has, literally has a yeah. picture <laughs> getting arrested for protesting segregation I in know. the fucking 60s and then he's against like, oh shit i don't even what's his name who 
wrote the th- like um, Biden who wrote, you know, I, what I'm aware of is that mm-hmm. Biden wrote some laws back in the day that are, you know, not exactly. He's uh he's partly responsible for the uh he I think he voted for the trans TPP the Trans Pacific uh, Partnership which was a trade agreement that that's partially the reason why many of our factories and things have or jobs have moved overseas to cheaper okay. cheaper labor okay um but uh well uh AOC for example uh, Bernie blindness there's a uh, People like uh, Twitter, some SJWs on Twitter were like all up in arms of, of her endorsing Bernie this week. Like, oh, Why? you can't choose a woman. Oh, I, how how sad is it that a woman of color has to choose a a fucking white man? He's white. Oh no, yeah. I, that's true. Because that's I mean, um, that's what they're gonna lose on if they don't. That's that the Democrats will lose if that I, is gonna be the attitude. Because um, I've told people this, and I'm like, I'm not. I just think, you know, that this is what the trajectory is kind of going. It seems like mm. Trump's going to win the next election. It's very, very it, fucking you know, possible, dude. Um, it's very possible. I, you know, I, I'm it's like, okay. Like. <laughs> okay, shit. Like, it's, it just seems like that's. Um, you can't put Elizabeth Warren against him. No. He's just going to call her Pocahontas the whole time. Dude, I know. And honestly, I don't, I'm not okay with, with her, with what she did. Like, that's, that seems like a very. That's an inherent. That's something you can look into her past and say, and you, "Well, yeah. that's a, that's something bad. That that's something where you disreg- you use the system to your advantage in like mm-hmm. a really strange way. Like, bitch, like you're not Native American. Like, <sighs> yeah, you're not there's... A one three hundred seventy fifth percent Native American, and you're gonna get into Harvard. Come on. Yeah, no, I, I Come know. Come on, I know it. Yeah, I just. Yeah, that's the the ugly truth of. And then Biden's trying to massage everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I've honestly Pooping seen his away pants from and massaging chicks. <laughs> oh yeah, those fucking videos that I've seen. I've, I've um, I those when those came out, I was just like Jesus, because those came out a while ago when back when Obama was president, right? He was always he, he was, was always, always weird, just like touchy, a touchy dude, yeah, handsy, yeah. very and hands on. Yeah, that's the type of leader we need. So <laughs> yeah, walk up behind. Imagine he goes with that. <laughs> yeah. Pre- President Putin like, in China. He's like, let me like, let me help you out here. Yeah, um, dude, I know. Yeah, so <sighs> that's uh, good. The people we're talking about. This, uh, yeah, I think this needs to be like things like this need to be said, but. At you know, at some level, it's a, a little kind of a downer because you're, you're like it, it does feel a little molassesy. Feels like you're, messy, you know, you're going yeah. through the sludge. You gotta because there's so many layers to it. I know, and, and it's, it's so nuanced, and it's can stuff can be taken out of context, mm-hmm. and it's like, ah, you I, know. I hosted this debate last night at AWS for uh, you it did, was the, yeah. The it was uh, the whole it was centered around like you know, should there be billionaires in society? You know, four and oh. there was four billionaires four debating, and then I was just the host. I was just oh, okay. I was explaining, but we had. A segment like where you it was the opportunity for them to be like well what about this or what about that because uh-huh. to really break away into one issue you really have to be able to just ask any question possible like yeah. that's why the 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 democratic debates on tv are so ridiculous like how you can have 12 people up there talking about you want to you want to hit healthcare, you want to hit international you issues, hit issues you want to hit yeah. everything <laughs> and everyone gets two minutes to talk at a time like for an hour or two hours, whatever. Like that's just pr- in 
it's just purposely, and that's 100% on purpose. They don't want those issues talked about in depth. They could do it. If NBC had five days a week where they had debates of like three or four different candidates running, people would watch it. They would get ratings. They would get money from it. Mm-hmm. But they choose not to. They choose to make it like this one big Super Bowl event and just do it like once every few months just to touch on the issues instead of like mm-hmm. really informing the people. And, you know, you can't really say anything in those debates either. Nothing really yeah. gets said. It's just kind of jabs. Yeah, I've seen it. The highlights are always just jabbing at each other. And that's like the opposite of what that's, we should that, be doing. Those are the right things now. that get seen, though. That's the thing. Like, they, yeah, exactly. They, it, yeah. Like, I'm a person who try to, you know, kind of, I, at some level, I'll look into stuff, but I try to stay at most apart, you know, away from it um, just for like my own sanity. Because back in 2016, I, I get a little, you know, de- it gets kind of depressing, constantly involved in politics, mm, constantly watching stuff, you know, constantly watching videos, constantly looking at stuff. Dude, yeah. Um, and I, you just kind of feel um, kind of shitty about it. And it's just like, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to um, kind of, there's other things better suited for my time that, and I know I should be a responsible citizen at some level. That's the hard part. Cause then you don't feel like you're doing your part in a sense as a responsible right. citizen, you know, cause there's that argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think I'm going to agree with someone hundred percent. And I feel like if I know everything about them, you know, you get depressed. And then yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, let me just, make art or something you know let me let me um you know i I could you know there's better stuff to do with your time at some level than seeing the you know the constant jabs and back and forth but yeah it gets exhausting definitely i'd rather watch star wars yes uh, (laughs) um, did you see the did you see the joker dude i haven't don't spoil it uh i i I hear everything amazing like it's it's, i haven't heard complaints it's really it's good great performance it's something that is that needs win? to be studied. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't even really that, fucking care. I, yeah, I know. Again, the Academy. Do you care? <laughs> let me um, let me tell you how how I feel about the Academy, and this also kind of goes in with politics and white liberals in general. How? Let me tell you the story of the first time I saw Black Panther. Oh God! I went to go see Black Panther. I saw. No. Uh, <laughs> I have a friend who's in the Producers Guild. Yeah. So he gets to see movies like usually uh, sometimes a few days before they come out. So okay. we, we saw a pre-release screening of Black Panther at the producers with the Producers Guild. It, you know, it's mostly white people in the Producers Guild, but there are a few black people. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's just you know producers in in the industry that they get to see movies. So movie ends, credits are rolling. And people are, they fucking loved it, dude. It was a great movie. I enjoyed it. I really liked it. I, I liked um, it. I liked people, it. People are, the names are coming up. Uh, oh, shit. What's, uh, what's the, what's, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, um, who, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Martin Freeman comes up. Hold the oh, applause. No. <laughs> Hold the applause. I love that. It's fucking hilarious. Just. It was so obvious. And so just, it was crazy. I was like. Well, why can't he be applauded for his performance? Like, why? So then, and then Black Panther gets nominated for Best Picture. That's a great movie. I enjoyed it. But Best Picture, bro? Of all the Marvel movies you're going to nominate for Best Picture... They're gonna do I the know. one with without Robert score, Downey Jr. in it. I, I I think score. I think it should win. I think didn't it win score? Oh, I don't know. I don't even I, fucking I, care. Probably Kendrick Lamar. I mean, <laughs> SZA. No, oh, or is that? Yeah, no. It was not not the weekend SZA Kendrick Lamar one, but the the one done by this like Swedish dude who went oh, to really? Africa and it's like 
it was oh. all like, you know, so, <laughs> was it, like? <laughs> it was a little bit like, um, it was very, it was actually very sourced properly. Like it was, mm. it was from like the actual, like, um, I, I'm super into soundtracks, so I appreciate it and it was fun. Mm. Um, great. Yeah. It was cool music. It had like cool African, like, like drum, it had like real drums incorporated into it. And I don't think they've ever really, you know, like. There hasn't been like a culture where they've gone to where they've really like had the music in a mm. Marvel movie, so yeah. I appreciated that. I thought that mm. was amazing. Um, Monumental achievement in terms of like you know a big. It was a big oh, cornerstone, like a, a flag. It's, but, yeah, like yeah. this is a major blockbuster, like, million like billion dollar movie, written and directed by a black man starring a black man. Yeah, I get that. That's that's awesome. That's that's what we've been mm-hmm. hoping for. Yeah, but I mean, just because they did it, don't. Like, mean, I think I know, it's almost I, I, like I totally get that argument. It's almost like they don't give black people enough credit. It's like they're like, finally they made one. Okay, we better give them the award now because who knows when the next one will happen. You know, exactly. It's like, yeah. <laughs> why don't you build on this? Like, why? I don't think. Why I does think it have it's to disingenuous. be like, Why does it have to be like we're almost like baby them? But like, yeah, oh, no, you did good. They, and they, no like, one wants to be baby. Like, no, I know. Fucking they're, proud. Everyone's they're people, pr- proud yeah. people. And yeah. you know, you you want to earn something. Exactly. I totally yeah. get you. I totally get that. So that's how I feel about the Academy and those types of awards and stuff. It's all just it's I all mean, just for it's show. A old school. Um, but I do really like that. I mean, you know, I, they yeah, do have some merit um, performance. I guess it's, it's just a talking thing now. It's just something. Not many people, I guess, care about it. At some level, mm. I feel like I do. I think it's cool. But I want to win an Oscar. Fuck yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Give me an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind winning an Oscar <laughs> uh, for, you know, anything. But, um, yeah, no, I get you where it's a little outdated where they're, you know, they're going to make best. They don't have a host anymore. They're, they, um, because, um, What's his name? Was gonna host it, but he said in, in oh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, said he, some stuff. And he then he made got, a gay joke one time. Then, oh God forbid! And then yeah, exactly. so it seems like people are just and you talk about you know yeah, seems things are too hot buttony and it yeah. seems too political. That's so another big reason why the right cannot stand the fucking uh, actors and the media because they all they feel like is like they're just um, grandstanding and. Um, What's the word? Uh, they seem like holier than that. Um, yeah. What's what is it? Virtue signal. Virtues. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big virtue signal. But also, like the academy is just is it's all built up. It's it's mostly old white people. They just need oh, they know. just need more. Yeah. They just need more younger people to join the academy because those are all the people voting for the movies, and that's why like stuff that no one fucking sees gets gets nominated for stuff all the time. Like uh, I remember when. Um, when Sly Stallone was up for Best Supporting Actor for uh, for the first Creed movie. Oh, yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm all in on this. Because Did you see it? Creed? No. no. It was really good. Dude, Rocky had cancer. And it was like a really oh, emotional damn. thing. It was like... Because uh, have you seen the Rocky movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've seen... Well, the first the one's first an Oscar one. winner. I've seen That's the a Best one. Picture winner. No, I know. It's, it's, a I great, know. it's a great movie. Was it like seven... Eight. 76. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, shit, my um, years may be off on this. <laughs> And it was, you know, it was totally in the same vein of that, like t- totally great. And I, and everyone saw that movie because it's a Rocky movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I get and, where it's. And then some like dude from like Bridge to Nowhere or some shit one, and I was like, I never even heard of that movie. Who saw that? Just a bunch, just a handful of people in the Academy who saw it and liked it. Like, I, I get you, but have you, like, for me at least, I think um, it gives a shout out to foreign films. Because I, yeah, personally, that's there's. Good. A ton, you know, like... Crouching oh Tiger. Yeah, Crouching Tiger. Like, there's just such um, 
a vast number of foreign films that people don't know about mm. that um, I think need to be just seen. Like, you know, there's really, you know, there's so many different countries that have their own flair, like Italian horror versus, you know, mm. Japanese horror. Completely different, good in its own way, you know? Or uh, Japanese horror is fucked up. You know, yeah, that shit. Little um, kids and girls. <laughs> coming out of um, wells oh, and shit. You ever see The, uh, the Grudge? Um, no, I haven't actually. But um, I know of it. Anyway, I think yeah. that's the, the, the best thing. It, it gives, and also documentary. Mm. Gives a shout out to them. Because those are the people I think who actually need it, you know? If like yeah. I did an Academy Award winning documentary film. Like something, The Cove, what, what I think just, is like the best example of like. Not just one, the, like the last one or two. Of something that's, um, there's a, you know, there's tons of movies where it's, I think that's what it's called. There's, um, where, you know, people need to see these documentaries and know what's going on in the world, you know? Yeah. yeah, like there's a lot of like you know sad shit that happens um, that people need to know about, just so you know you're not like oblivious to it at least. Oh, Icarus, Icarus was one. Uh, that was about um, the, the how, the, how the Russians, right? yeah, yeah, were, yeah, were were cheating in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah that's important shit to know. Yeah, you know, it's also really interesting. So I think it, it for all those like little small ones, it does give shout outs to people who need it. Right. I'm not saying like the big actor who needs it, probably not, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and for all the, you know, the small, low-budget stuff that it's just a couple directors, you know, it's just a guy who's made a couple films, and then, you know, it, I, I feel like that's um, really what it's for, is giving yeah. a shout-out to the, the art side of it, mm. and that that there's people who really need the award and need the notoriety, like, need, mm-hmm. who need the platform to be seen. True. I think that's mm-hmm. the best way of looking at it, because not the, you know, the, the big Hollywood, like, bullshit that wins you know it's it's the yeah. it's the small shit that no one sees or cares about that mm. should be seen you know they should probably um because you know it, a movie that open up the qualifications a little bit on things that can win you know because uh like a lot of the small movies that you talk about often never play in theaters here you're right so like yeah. can can we open it up to like netflix movies or hulu movies that that can win you know i am huge on i excuse me <laughs> um, have you seen beast in a nation no do you I know have, of it? I do know of it, yeah. Okay. That is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, really good story. I narrative love or documentary? Um, no, no, no. Iris was in it. It's like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, oh, Idris. Well, yeah. Say no more. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, like, um, you know, like kind of the plot or it's like. Um, um, I, no, actually, I don't. Is it like a slavery movie? No, 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 no. no. Oh. It's like, it's set in Africa. Okay. It's, um, uh, it's like, he's like a, like, um. Kind of like a warlord over, like, just like he mm. militarizes this area. Uh-huh. It's supposed to kind of be general, so it's not exactly where yeah. it is. But it's just a point, uh, spot in Africa where it, it's been taken over by just kids, and he kind of, like, runs this whole thing. Mm. And it's just kids in war, and it's super sad, gut-wrenching. Again, amazing soundtrack. <laughs> super, like, mm. amazing movie where I thought, give it to the kid. Just give it to the, mm-hmm. the 10-year-old kid from Africa. Why not? Uh-huh. You know? What was a... He's never done anything else. He was just, mm-hmm. you know, why don't you give it to him? Because people need to see that performance. For me, that was the best movie of the year. Easy. Best su- he should get best supporting. Like, you know. And and the thing was in that movie that his... So there was... It follows two kids. Mm-hmm. I think the... Um, I forget their names because I saw that movie a while ago. But... um. His best friend, not the protagonist, but the, his best friend, mm-hmm. should have got best supporting role that year. I'm pretty—I uh, forget who was up, but 
Uh, that's one of the best performances. And this is the the thing. He didn't say a word. Like, he was so traumatized. Mm-hmm. He convinced, he was so convincing that he was so traumatized that he didn't say a word through the, the whole movie. And I still think he should get Best Supporting Actor. Really? Yeah. Beast of No Nation, huh? What? Beast of No Nation, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to check that out. Highly recommend that. If for a Netflix movie, oh, yeah. And then um, for TV shows, have you? Mm-hmm. are you into anime? Um, this some, depends uh, on the anime. Yeah, so there's this... Um, Definitely Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, if I could suggest anyone to you on Netflix, Devilman Crybaby. Devilman Crybaby. Okay. Amazing. I love... Like, if there was a live-action adaptation, mm-hmm. and it was good, and I I yeah. would love to. <laughs> right? yeah, that's, <laughs> no, that's a tall order. I know, I know. There hasn't been a good one. I If I'm the... You know, that would be, like, the like my dream to be the first person to be a, per- be a part of the first production to do... Um, an anime to live action transfer because mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's near impossible and there's a couple great stories that need to be told I think Devilman's one of them I think Akira's one of them mm-hmm. and I think that one's been in, I know, in and out of limbo for I know I would love to see that I started that. watching that one I, did, I got distracted I need, I need to go back Good. you, need, would you, you gotta see it in the theater oh yeah that's how you gotta see it you gotta see it in um, I don't care if it's dubbed or not people get anal about that shit I'm like if you because for me I'm dyslexic so I can't read oh really yeah so I'm like please have have it dubbed <laughs> for me at least mm. um, but uh, you, for me you gotta see it in the theater because the soundtrack again mm-hmm. for me it's always like the soundtrack takes me into the thing right um I mean, you know, yeah. Um, Star Wars, man. Yeah. Can you imagine it, Star Wars without Star Wars music? Exactly. If it wasn't written by John itself. Williams, there would be a couple, like that Darth Maul fight wouldn't have been as epic. Or, you know, there's a song on the the, the third movie soundtrack, Anakin's Betrayal, when, you know, like that. Mm. It's such a good, there's so many good songs in that yeah. whole thing. Um, he's like a, he's a composer. He's not like a movie soundtrack guy, John Williams. He's like a, he's like a Mozart. He's like a, no, he's a legit he, he composer. like tells a story through an entire like album of music. Oh yeah. Uh, musically. Mm-hmm. Like, and for me at least multiple stories, that's what's so beautiful. I think about these soundtracks is that mm-hmm. depending how on your, how you're feeling, there's no like image. So you can create the own image in your mind of how you're feeling. That's what's so mm-hmm. for me, epic about the scores. Cause they take you on a journey, but right. how you're feeling, it's like you create your own adventure, but it just portals yeah. you into this like world that you know it's so foreign you sometimes, huh? You know, and again, Devilman Crybaby, that soundtrack. I actually have the CD imported from Japan. Nice. Um, it's amazing because there's like yeah, amazing all these amazing scores. Um, what's another Akira? Oh, Berserk. 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 Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no I've never heard of that. Um, that's probably it's regarded as like one of the best anime like manga. Of mm-hmm. all time, not the best anime. The anime mm-hmm. adaptations haven't been good. Mm-hmm. Kind of an eh, hot, uh, hit or miss. Have they been like straight adapting the manga, or have they been like a lot of filler? Or no, the they straight stuff? adapt it, but it's CGI. It's not hand drawn um, mm-hmm. a- uh, anime, so it looks mm-hmm. very blocky and chunky. It's not like beautiful, like a Miyazaki movie or Akira. You know, where it's mm-hmm. very like you're immersed in this. That's why I think you need to see it on uh, in a movie theater because mm-hmm. Akira is so bright. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculously bright. It's like hyper bright. Mm-hmm. You know, like Neo Tokyo and these lights, and it's just it's supposed you're supposed to be in, like engulfed in it, like almost like Blade Runner, okay. where you're supposed to have this sense of scale to it that's you can't really capture on a screen on a small screen. Like you have to be in the dark, mm-hmm. in like at least a a pretty good home theater or um, a straight up movie theater where you get that sense of scale and sound. Otherwise, it's, you're not going to get the same experience as you know your iPhone. 
Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So for me, that that's one you got to see in the theater. If you see anything in the theater now. <laughs> oh, I, I, I try to as much. I don't, I no, don't have I know, a lot of time. No, I know, but there's... Um, it, it feels like sometimes there's like nothing on anymore. At least, you know, I'm, the exception this year with The Joker and Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. and... I still haven't seen Once Upon a Time. Oh, you haven't? I, I'm, I was... I mean, I'm, I, I'm a huge Tarantino fan. So, yeah, me too. Me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, I'm waiting. There was a, there's this theater down the street. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's second run theater. Yeah. And you get to see on Sundays and Tuesdays. It's uh, you can see a movie for like a dollar or two. Nice. Um, so I've been waiting for that to come there. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that movie. Um, because I love Leo as a goofball. That's what mm-hmm. I wanted to see. You know, him and Wolf of Wall Street and him as Fuck a goofball yeah. is is and Brad Pitt actually. That's like his per like, he's just Brad Pitt in it, but it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like. He's just playing himself, and it's just like, I like that kind of movie. It's like a buddy movie. It's, it's I mm. give it a high rating. Yeah. Easy. Um, not his best. Like some people were saying, it's his best thing of all time. Mm-hmm. No, it's a it's a goofball comedy. Can we just like leave it at that? Okay. You know. Quinn's doing it. I'm in. Yeah. It's. I think it's gonna. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. People are so like, they'll get like re- really wound up about it's his best movie, or you know, I have problems with it. It's like. Uh, you can For me, at least, there. it was just like it seemed it the it seemed like such a goofball comedy. Like there's not really a plot mm-hmm. at all. It's mm-hmm. just kind of them mm. wandering around, and then the last twenty five minutes, it's just like this bloody goofball and like crazy shit that goes down. Nice. Okay, so, <laughs> so it is still a Quentin Tarantino. Absolutely, be good, good I cringe, and you know, I, I watch Ichi, so mm-hmm. there was a scene. Not gonna spoil it. Better not. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was gonna act it out, but I'm like, yeah, I, I can't. I, I spoils too much shit. It gets bloody as shit. There's like, oh my god, yeah. It's just like, it's like, fuck. Sweet. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, did you see? Uh, speaking of anime adaptation, did you see the Pikachu movie? No. Really? Are you a Pokemon fan? I am, but not not like a fan fan not like Star Wars or Yu-Gi-Oh mm. or Billion. you know there's a couple like properties that I'm like loyal to no matter what mm-hmm. um, Star Wars is probably the only one right now <laughs> there's not that many that I'm like um, Pokemon for me was kind of like a kid thing mm-hmm. and the card game isn't super advanced to learn no, it's, it's very, super it's simple, simple you know yeah. like with Yu-Gi-Oh there's quite a bit of strategy like you need mm-hmm. to know what's in each zone like depending like you, you know, there's there's levels of strategy that are um, higher. Like Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh are a higher level of strategy for me. So I could net like I was like, eh. I'm not, I feel like it was kind of kid stuff, and I just mm-hmm. kind of let it go. But I mean, I love the the cartoon style and the anime. Like I love you know. The- did, did, did you ever watch the anime? Oh yeah. yeah. That was, if if they do, I think they. I was really worried about them pulling off the Pokemon in the movie. Like could it could they make it like work like a world that is teaming with Pokemon mm-hmm. and I think they totally nailed that they like the story it. the story is super super simple it's like simple enough for like a little kid and probably too simple I'd say it's not mm-hmm. like a very deep story but it's, the world it's they created yeah. they did a really good job with building, it. and if, yeah. they, if they did do a Pokemon movie about like a trainer like Ash catch him and, and do that I think I think they could totally do it it yeah. was like there's a battle scene in it that I'm sure it's it's, sick. it's like, worth love, seeing yeah. it's cool um like, I think the game was more interesting because it would depend on, you know, if it was a lightning or a water. Like, in the mm. card game, it kind of mattered. Yeah. But not as much as the game. Mm. You know, it was a little different where things were a little more special where, depending on the card, it was, it was like, if it was, yeah, slightly different. But, 
Yeah. It was way more like the game got more complex, and you had to like like some moves just didn't even do any damage on some you know like mm-hmm. um, characters, which it was more complicated. You really had to like think about what Pokemon you're gonna train and shit. But yeah, get attached, get attached to your pokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you uh, well? Star Wars brand loyalty. You know, there's a new game coming out next month. You ever play Star Wars games? Not super. I, okay, Star Wars. I'm actually probably not the most super loyal. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. like what would. I don't honestly for me like if it's I'm not I don't think I sh- I'll be loyal to any brand specific like one specifically no matter what, what mm-hmm. maybe some like music artists mm-hmm. um or some directors I'd be like yeah you know there's some like people I'd always like I'll stand with them especially if they're dead so I can, like they won't do anything else like oh, you know older easy. directors yeah, yeah. that's easier to stand like Kubrick you can stand by mm-hmm. pretty much all of his films I don't think I've been, I'm fine with Eyes Wide Shut. I know some people don't like it. Yeah, I, don't, I don't dislike it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm okay with, you know, most, like, old stuff. But I'm not going to, like, anything new that comes out, I'm, I'm definitely very skeptical. Um, usually. I feel like Mortal Kombat may be my only exception. Because um, some people hate on the new game, but I'm, I'm digging it. Like, it's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Terminator and crossovers, uh, they just added Terminator to the roster. Oh, nice. It's pretty sick. Good. Um, are you a fan of Spawn? Um, I've seen the movie. I don't. I don't. I don't mind it. Okay. I think it's a cool movie. Yeah, they're gonna add him. That's gonna be cool. That's and they're dope. gonna add the Joker too. Mm. So that's gonna be. I'm hyped for that. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. play as the Joker in Mortal Kombat. Game. How? Uh, who's your favorite Joker actor? Well, I haven't seen. Not. not yeah. Not yeah. counting Joaquin. Um, I think it's. I think Joaquin's gonna give it a different layer to it. You know, obviously, it's like, very. It, it's very um, interesting. So I want. I want to talk about it so bad. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did I feel when I when there's like something that comes out, you just want to talk about it with someone? I'm like, I've definitely been there. But um, God, man, I I gotta. You know, I think Heath Ledger's gonna probably win it out for me. But that with that said, in different, it's gonna be. I think they're honestly gonna be too different to really like grade because it seems like they're almost different characters they're playing, even though they're obviously mm-hmm. both the Joker. Yeah, it's really like which jo- it, Joker works the best for you, you mm-hmm. know, as opposed or to like, what, like what, who's the best, like who's the best at being the Joker. It's like, well, what, I don't think. What yeah, Joaquin's a good enough actor. I think he's mm-hmm. at like the highest level you can be to mm-hmm. where. In my opinion, you know that kind of like Anthony Hopkins level of like mm-hmm. God tier. Christian Bale is another one. Yeah, where they can at this you know at this stage in their career they can almost they're matured enough and they're like they're at that like peak level where they can just almost do anything. Yeah. I don't want to say they can do everything, but they can almost do anything. It's you crazy. Um, I say those are probably the three that can like do anything pretty much like. Mm. Can you think of another? I would say, but no, sorry. Back to your. Um, I would used to say Johnny Depp, but he's no. Doing <laughs> no. <laughs> no man. I don't think. I don't Have think you seen he was his, like <sighs> biographical movies? Have you seen like Blow or? Uh, no. Okay. To be Black fair, Mass. I haven't seen a lot of his actually. Oh, dude! Like anything that's not try take take off like his big like hit blockbuster hit movies and go like watch mm-hmm. Blow. That's like that's a biopic of a. Of a Oh, I forgot the dude's name. Blow. What okay. the name? It's about a cocaine, one of the biggest cocaine dealers like in the history of the United States, dude who, oh, wow, okay. who was really responsible for bringing in uh, 
the majority of Coke, uh, of Coke yeah. channels. And he's yeah. it's just a great performance. Uh, okay. And same for for Black Mass. Like okay, in, in terms of like movie, Christian yeah. Bale tra- like transformations, Black Mass. Like he has prosthetics on. He's like mm. he's bald and he's like fucking. He's the devil himself. It's like really, really like really yeah. all encompassing performance. And he's. I, I, you don't think I don't see Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, that's yeah. what you need to. Yeah, like um, I, I'd give it to Christian Bale because just I don't see I don't know of anyone who does those kind of weight cuts and weight gains. Yeah, I don't know of an actor you ever a lot of who have done that. at least in that area. You mm-hmm. know, thinking of outside the box shit. Yeah, cutting that much weight. Well, the machinist especially. Yeah, like that's... gaining that you know gaining a lot of weight or mm-hmm. cutting weight, bulking up for Batman. You know, like. And it's not just cutting weight or gaining weight. It's that it's like, it's omnidirectional. Like he can go any fucking way he wants, <laughs> and go in his, mm. and he can like tailor his body. No, no other actor I know of, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. or no like you know mainstream one will literally tailor their body to their character. Mm-hmm. Some will take on like characteristics, like mannerisms, or you know tics or things. Mm-hmm. But he'll like literally tailor his body so it fits the character like he'll get jacked for bad like i just think that in that aspect of performing like trailblazing like mm. groundbreaking like level that he does that at that high level you know like i give that mass respect because no other actor i know of to my knowledge goes that far you, you know? see the fighter that's another christian mark Wahlberg, christian yeah, mark Wahlberg and yeah him. he's he's yeah. he's then is real on that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, again, yeah. But that was such a specific. It's that kind of lanky. Yeah, he's playing a real dude in that as well. Mm-hmm. And if you see the real dude, it's it's that's mm-hmm. him. Yeah, I uh, no, I respect him a lot because just to go through that, to go through weight cuts, to go through gaining that much and mm-hmm. sustaining it for that period of time. It's not just like you know, like a UFC fighter who will cut you know forty pounds, you know, over a period of time just mm-hmm. so they can hit the scale and gain back up. Like he's doing this over filming. He'll eat bread and water every day. Like that's crazy. Like I, mm. I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah, same. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. I, I was just watching. I just showed my girlfriend American Psycho the other night. Oh yeah, she yeah. never seen that. That's oh, yeah. that's a great movie. I, I his uh, he's almost like a um like almost has like Aspergers or something in that movie. He's like very like. Yeah, he's so ridiculous. So like, it's it's hilarious, and you know, every time he freaks out about a business card, I, I just lose my shit. Or he's yeah. like, when he's got the two chicks in, in the bed, he's and he's like, has the one bend over, and, and he's, he's like, looking in the mirror. Or yeah, what? he's yeah. like, don't don't just. He tells the other chick, don't just stare at it, eat it. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, like just like when he was looking so matter of factly. Like that shit was like, oh my god! Like he's oh, he's so good. Anyway, yeah. I was like, what trailer were you gonna show? Were you gonna show me a trailer for um? What blow? I didn't. Uh, oh, blow! Do you want to see a trailer for that? I yeah, I actually don't know what you're talking about. I usually oh, dude, it's great. I, I know um Black Mass actually pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like I know people talk about. It, I know what he looks like. I don't know what John Dobbin Blow looks like. Mm, it's, I'd be interested uh, to see that trailer. Um, he uh, stars in that with Penelope Cruz as well, who is like an all-time babe. <laughs> um, you know who that is? Of course, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, she's fantastic. Oh shit! Ah, um, what else was I going to say though? Oh, I Christian Bale. Yeah, I, I dig. I dig him a lot. I, I respect the hell of him. He's one of the finest actors of our generation. Not my favorite Batman. Really? Yes. Who you got? Benjamin Affleck. <laughs> we can. We can. I can. We can discuss I can that unpack in a second. A we, can, we can unpack that in a second because I. I... 
Oh no. Is this actually good? Oh yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's a, it's funny how trailers have uh, evolved to... <laughs> You're right, that's pretty transformation uh, though. Like, he does not look like Johnny Depp in that. At all. Well, that's, that's most of his movies, though, to be in fairness oh to him. God. He's always doing something strange. Mr. Escobar. like Wolf of Wall Street like in that yeah. sort of like a morality tale yeah. like someone who's living and kind of life loses it totally all. Yeah. Uh, to the peak in total and excess and down. yeah we see the rise and the fall of George Jung uh, it, it's good dude it's it's uh, it's a great performance um, not not highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes I'm actually surprised to see but you mm. know what fuck Rotten Tomatoes they, yeah, I got Dave my Chappelle's about stand that up is a one percent. Dude, I know. I, so that's the most kiss that's, my ass. That's the funniest thing of all time. They gave Chappelle what is it a one? Yeah, it's, it's a one percent. Yeah, one percent. And then what's the audience score? Ninety nine. Yeah, still, we'll see what, what it is. Um, as of right now, um, thirty five percent now. Rotten and ninety nine percent audience score. Yeah, it's okay. It's because they got fucking. Uh, you know, they they take the aggregate. They have seventeen critics. That, that voted on it, and they they do the the right, the tomato score, mm-hmm. and you know, who cares? It's it's comedy. But anyway, um, so yeah, like uh, Johnny's one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love how like how free he lets himself go, especially in like like no, think right. of like Jack Sparrow versus versus yeah. versus Willy Wonka. You're right. Like, those you're are right. huge. Or Edward Scissorhands. Like, right, those okay. are huge fucking changes in like who, his mannerisms and how he acts himself. I think my favorite character in all of cinema is Jack Sparrow. Are you like, serious? I just fucking love him. I can watch him do anything. And I will say, I get that. I, I get really that. didn't like the last movie that he just did. I thought, I think he uh, he he was almost playing a parody of himself in the last movie. What what movie? Uh, yeah. Pirates. I didn't see the last Pirates. Hey, you're not Don't? missing much. Yeah. It's very. It's sad. It was. It made me really sad because I think he he lost it. I think he lost. Uh, he finally okay. hit the point where the character was a parody of itself, okay. as opposed to good. 
yeah, a good but, character. Yeah. yeah, but I but when I first saw Jack Sparrow, dude, like think about it, like, he's he's sailing in from the seas and he's on top of that ship that's sinking. And he's like looking up. No, and he I salutes know. I the dudes hanging that shit, like that. You know, with his dreadlocks and the beard and and the the tats. Like who? And he that's all shit that he crafted for this character. Like he was just cast by Disney as Johnny Depp to play a pirate, and he he brought all he he decided I'm gonna base it on Keith Richards and uh, Buster Keaton and uh, other people, and. Didn't fucking worth yeah. wanted to fire him when they saw the dailies and shit of him doing this. Like, what the hell is he doing? Is he like, is he gay? Is he? Is he acting? They literally asked I'm him like, sure, is I'm he? Sure. Are you, I would love to see that. Um, Are you being? Yeah. And uh, he got he got nominated for best for best actor for that first Pirates. Did he? He, won, he won the Screen Actors Guild Award for that wow. for that performance the first time who was that that year two was it two that's screen two um i think i think daniel day day won it for there will be blood that's why um that's why yeah but yeah. maybe maybe not there will be blood um three oscar best actors who the fuck were those mm, oh that's that's 2003 when did pirates come out shit sean penn Oh fuck! I don't know. Winners and nominees. I don't know, but anyway, that is my. I love that, uh, and I find myself like that's one of those movies where afterwards I find myself talking like Jack or like moving around <laughs> like Jack, you know, doing his little yeah. hands thing. This is fucking. I don't know. I love that. Love that shit. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis, Gangs of New York. Um, Do you owe Gangs of New York? That wasn't, um, yeah, maybe he might not have been nominated for an Oscar then. Fuck, I might have gotten that wrong. But he did win the Screen Actors Guild Award. No, he did. Okay. He was 2000, uh, 2004 Oscars. Um, he lost to Sean Penn what for, did he do? for Mystic River. Oh, have you seen that? No, never seen that. It's really good. He was up against Ben Kingsley, Jude Law, and Bill Murray as well. That's a tough, that's a tough, uh... yeah. But uh, such a transformative character, yeah. like very, like a totally, wholly unique addition to cinema. Like no one's ever seen anything like that before, and that's what I dig about it. Who was? Would you say he's at your top then? Like, if you could name any actor who's like the goat. I mean, like current, like who's still alive? Let's say who he thinks like best, or do you, who do you try to? Well, let's, I'll I'll base it on the fact that I I'd some I'd watch some actors just do anything like uh-huh. like who like Robert Downey Jr. is very high on that list. Like I love all of his performances, man. Like mm-hmm. he is very incredible. Um, and Johnny Depp, another. <laughs> I might just be those two. I think those two are my favorite actors. I mm-hmm. I have a hard time doing saying like best things of all time. I can't even pick my favorite movie of all time. Oh, I, I get that. Like it, it's it's probably either one of the Star Wars or Lord of the Rings movies, but oh, sure. I have Heavy a hard Lord time. I love it. I think that it, if I, I if you ask me what the best trilogy of all time is, I think it's Lord I, of the Rings. I I get that. I mean, um, those are also movies that made me want to be cute, a filmmaker. But, oh really? Yeah, because uh, just um, all the. I had the extended editions, and there's tons of behind-the-scenes stuff. There's, like, hours and hours and hours of, like, how they made the movie in fine detail. And just seeing, like, all the care and work that they put into that, like, that you're a very practical effects guy. Like, they shot that movie, like, almost 
oh, totally on there. location it, yeah. with like they built they built undergarments for costumes that you've never even seen because you know they, just they so had art undergarments. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. incredible the amount of detail Attention and care detail. that went into it, and which is why the Hobbit just doesn't hold a candle to it. I would say because it's all you know CG. That's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know it's just fake. Because mm-hmm. uh, I saw the first one, I didn't see the rest of them, but. Hobbits? Yeah. Mm. I just couldn't get into That's probably involved. the best of them, too. The first one, too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just couldn't get into it. I think it's probably the CGI just took me out. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't totally blame that on Peter Jackson, either. There was a... No, I, have you seen his early stuff, Peter Jackson? Um, I've uh, The only thing I've seen is... Uh, it is one, uh, one of my favorite movies, too, is The Frighteners. You ever seen that? It's Michael oh. J. Fox. Stars in that movie. It's about... Uh, Can you pull it up? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was going to reference... Uh, I thought you were going to say Dead Alive. Or is that one? Yeah, Dead Alive. It's like a zombie movie. Oh, oh, I've heard of New that. New Zealand, yeah. Uh-huh. It's super bloody. I love that movie, too. That's one of my favorite, like... Pro- <sighs> if you're not going to... I mean, zombie movies are hard because there's a lot. So yeah. what do you fucking pick? And do you pick, like, cringe? Or do you pick actual entertain like actual like good writing <laughs> you know Feel like do you print like hilarious cringe or- zombies are so i think i blame the walking dead for like di- uh diminishing my love of zombies like i used to be obsessed with zombies and in, in movies uh, like the day of the dead dawn of the dead um night, night of the living dead, dead yeah, of course yeah, you know the um, and now they got the you know zombie land 2 out and i'm like oh man i've i I think no, I've seen like every zombie thing I want to see from the they zombie. They gotta do something point. so different for me to actually give a fuck anymore. Because yeah. they've made every movie. And I'm just so bored seeing zombies. There has been a destructive force unleashed. The ghosts? This time, yeah. Such okay. as I have never seen. Oh my god, I don't believe this is not happening! We have got a poltergeist! <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, folks, I can do a clearance bonus. Oh, my God. It's going to be cheap. Although I do offer a six-month guarantee. That fellow takes us totally for granted. Hey, Stuart, interact, huh? Right Bannister had a remarkable ability. Psychic investigator? To communicate with the dead. If you can see spirits? Examinations are normally confined to the cemetery. You cannot push spirits around! Although they do escape. <laughs> and an uncanny knack. We're gonna scare the living daylights out of your parents. <gasps> for making a profit off the living. We're supposed to be his business partners. Everyone says that you're a fraud, but I've seen what you can do. Give it up, Frank. Death ain't no way to make a living. But now... <laughs> Some things put the fear of death in the living. What is happening to me? And send the dead running for their lives. I've seen a figure in a cave. They had this really dope Grim Reaper. When your number's out, that's it. Frank, we got problems. All these murders that have been going on in Fairwater, they're gonna pin them on you. It's very, very silly. Yeah, it's pretty candid. Silly humor in that. Um, so he's basically a, a, a ghost hunter who actually talks to ghosts and uses them to leverage helping people it's fun, it's fun. yeah looks pretty fine uh you want to look up dead alive that one oh, yes. that one's the for me like 
Oh, God, there's so many zombies. So, okay, so you know the Dawn series. Um, or, you know, those trilogy. Mm, the, um, the original uh, Old Testament. <laughs> those, um, 20 Days Later, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I dig that. Yeah. That's a, that's a freaky movie. Like, running zombies. Uh, yes. I mean, if that actually happened, we're... Then there's Dead Alive. And then there's Zombie 2, like there's mm. Italian ones mm-hmm. that are really good. Like mm. there's Zombie 2, Burial Ground, um, Not Dead Alive, New Zealand. Um, those are, I think, kind of the... Burial Ground's kind of, I mean, really campy. Um, City of the Living Dead. Is that, is that a Romero one still? City? No, no, no. It was, it was just kept like they just mm-hmm. took the fucking name, oh. you know? <laughs> Or um, it's like I know there's a campy one in the '80s where it's like Return of the Living. It's like a, hmm. it's a sequel to Night. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The, yeah. the dude's uh, it's a guy who helped George with the first one. Yeah, and they, like they split up, and he took uh, sure. so George took like the the moniker of the dead, and mm-hmm. this dude took like the Living Dead. Okay. Um, and made his own series of movies yeah, off of that, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. campier. I remember that too. Yeah, yeah. I remember vividly seeing it as a kid. Like, there's some scene in a graveyard where this chick pulled her titties out, and I never, no, she's I never, naked, f- yeah. I never forgot it. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. All she right. dances around as a zombie naked and white. Yeah. She's like white makeup almost. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I know it. I used to like that. Okay. And then, no, it was like weird because it was like gas, so it was like on mm-hmm. another level of like scary because uh-huh. the zombies can't die. Oh. And then it's just gas. Like if you oh, get, yeah. if you okay. inhale this gas, you turn uh-huh. into a zombie and you die. Mm. And like once you're a zombie, you literally can't die. And if you, mm. if the only way to kill you is to burn you, mm. but that creates gas. And it creates new zombies. Exactly. Is that it gets, like it's they... like fucking like it, that's like the one zombie that's pretty unbeatable. Like you think uh-huh. Walking Dead zombies are unbeatable? Like they're. The, I say changing the rules on the zombies and walking. Exactly, dead. there's no fucking one rule. Let's hit him in the head because that makes sense. Like, okay, yeah. that, that logic is so stupid to me. But okay, right. like if you if you cut them in half, they should bleed out. Like, you know, right? If you cut off their head, I'm partial to the idea of killing the brain because that may, it makes sense from a scientific standpoint. If the brain's really. if the brain's controlling the zombie, I don't know. None of it makes sense. Yeah. What makes the most sense is a parasite. It does actually do exist. In the animal kingdom, there's a parasite that will take over, like, bugs. That's like, what take okay. over ants and if stuff. If the parasite's in your brain, mm-hmm. I'd buy that. But it's just mm-hmm. like, no, it's a virus. A virus can do that. A virus can implement that level of information that a brain can. Okay, yeah. sure. Rabies. Rabies works. Like, like 28 Days Later, that was kind of like a rabies type thing. Yeah, but yeah. Like, like my argument is, like, rabies never could revive people mm, and yeah, right. rep- like make you function without organs. Mm, like yeah. that's an insane like feat. Coming out the ground from a cemetery, like when your organs <laughs> yeah. have all like, yeah, been, been, you know, been dust. Yeah. You yeah. can't how, there's no like the amount of programming that a, like a, an organism would need to give your body that's to do magic. that. That's fucking That's magic. bullshit magic. Yeah. yeah you'd have <laughs> like that to that level is, is you need just a parasite, like sending neural signals to your brain. Mm. And then you could move it around. Resident Evil. Have you ever played those games? No. Is that, that, is that exactly parasite, it? It's a parasite, a parasite like, aspect. I know mm. of the lore a little bit. It's cool. Resident Evil 4 is fucking scary. I'm sure. Still very dude, scary. Have you played Silent Hill? No. Never have. That I know, shit's I know scary. the Pyramid, Pyramid Head. Pyramid Head, dude. Fuck yeah. 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 I heard the movies. Are the movies good? No. No? <laughs> well, surprise. They're cool. There's the one of the coolest scenes. I, I thought it was just like, oh my god, I... I think it was CGI. Mm-hmm. One of the old, like, 
it was so I, I want to say maybe part of it was like practical mm-hmm. but pyramid head like takes this girl he's like in the first silent hell he mm-hmm. takes this girl and it was like so freaky to me he just takes this girl and like almost peels like how he peels off her skin is so fucking freaky oh. in like a scene like he just kind of grabs it uh-huh. and is able to like keep it solid uh-huh. in like a, a sheet mm-hmm. and just and the sound it makes is just so disturbing that's like one where it's like you know like sound things like uh-huh. being able to audit like hear like that was like fuck anyway damn right. yeah he's yeah no he's freaking shit but this is a great zombie movie live super campy all right i'm about it Trimark, never heard of that. <laughs> On this picturesque block, this manicured hook, something evil, something terrifying, something horrifying, is haunting Ryan. Who's <laughs> mother? I thought I told you to spray this house. The painted pissed in the burn. Although she was a little strict. Look at this dust! It's an intersection! You never wished her any harm. You would have to. Until. Okay, so. The plot is, um. A monkey raped a rat. Street, As monkeys do. Or a rat, either way. Has caught on. Created this weird thing. They bring it back to New Zealand. And then it bites his mom. <laughs> Amazing movie. Oh. One of the funnest times you'll have. And the practical effects, yeah. Out of this world, just like, can't be. Because how do you kill something that's already That's the, that's the trick. That's how they get you. A modern masterpiece of horror. Dead alive. Party's over. <laughs> it's one of the best scenes. He literally goes with a lawnmower and just fucking butchers like 30 guys. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and um, there's some crazy scenes where like a hand goes through this lady's like mouth. And uh-huh. it, it just there's still like crazy practical effects where you're just like, mm. what the who fucking thought of this shit? Where there's like, yeah, just out of this world, like just crazy shit going on. Yeah, that really adds to the appreciation of that stuff, right? Knowing, knowing that some of they had to actually figure out how to make uh, yeah, that look I mean, like it's coming. Yeah, yeah, because a, cool. a lot of the like '90s horror movies, once you get into that era, it gets, mm-hmm. um, you know, so like CGI. Scream. You know what I'm saying? Like some, some of them can get super CGI, mm-hmm. and then you just can't watch it. For me, at least, it's so dated, and mm-hmm. it takes me out of it. Like, for some reason, something out of the 70s or 80s where the guy's a chainsaw and it's like, you know, corn syrup, for some reason, that's believable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, take that. Once you make your movie kind of rely on technology, it's going to look like that that age of technology, no matter how you see it. Like, seeing the Star Wars prequels now, mm-hmm. for example. Like, a lot of it is great. And, you know, it, another thing I, I would say about George is that, like, he 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 pushed so hard to try to further our technology in movie making. Like he's responsible yeah, for so much of absolutely. like the things that make you know like the Avengers possible today. Like he 
he pushed the limits and you know you make mistakes pushing the limits but so there's great work in those in those prequels but but like for instance the uh like the the rendered cgi is probably not like higher than like 720 or 1080p and it can never get it's higher weird. unless they re recreate the effects for it they have you know to so like, back. they have to constantly go back yeah. and redo it it's not like 8K. a film yeah. where you can just you can always just increase the resolution yeah. because it's on film and it's a real thing and it's there um that's a funny thing i don't know how much time you have because i could get into this fucking can of worms right now <laughs> we can save it for later analog versus digital analog versus digital how so how so um because this involved it revolves around music too so mm-hmm. around streaming is a good example mm-hmm. even movies too it's um and as opposed to using like um analog recordings to digital recordings mm-hmm. um okay so Depending, this is okay. So you know, a lot of complaints. If you talk to anybody, I feel like you, you'll you almost made outside. <laughs> uh, I think the consensus is that modern music, for some reason, is a little vapid. Is that fair to say? What's vapid mean? Like without substance, like without emotional substance. Mm. At some level, right? Yeah, I, I could say, yeah. You I know, could definitely say it's that. It's very yeah. poppy and going for the hit. Like, throw, a, throw a cool beat up and just say whatever the fuck you want. I, I saw this video on Facebook of like Post Malone songs are like this, uh, uh, Sway Lee songs are like this, and it's just this dude make, making up weird lyrics, but just throwing his voice through through something to make it sound like them, and it sounds like exactly like the song, like a cool song. Yeah, that like they you would can, do. Yeah, how easy it's they are to replicate. The like the beats are yeah. so simple, and everything's been simplified so much and that's also my opinion the recording process has become not about sound quality anymore Mm. it's become about making a popular song and not about making a good song Mm. i think that can kind of it can go with movies too tell me a good what's a good song that came out right now well no a song that you what tell me your your favorite song and why is it a good song to you all time well i I can give you sarah k um uh, the horse I used to ride. Uh-huh. That's a beautifully recorded song. Anything by her is recorded. Like what? Uh, what makes it beautifully recorded? Um, I think. Well, it's either recorded on analog mm-hmm. or it's recorded on um, a, a higher form of digital. That's not. I'm. I'm ninety nine percent sure it's recorded on a very high source to digital thing. So, mm-hmm. and you can um, you can hear hear that. Hear the difference? Oh, you can like... easily. I I can A B shit for you. Uh-huh. Where if you give me um, depending on the sh- like stream quality of something, mm-hmm. and again you need um very like revealing good revealing headphones where you can get you're gonna hear the nuance. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, people you know listen to Apple earbuds. Right. And I'm not bashing Apple earbuds because what their function is is what they why they sell them. Um, you know, you don't have listen to yeah. shit on the fly. Yeah, but. It's not for that high definition audio quality that mm. I think um, you can really hear the difference. You can really it's such it's such a night and day difference where you can just drop in and go once you hear it, it's it, it's really kind of astonishing where you kind of get someone where I could have you listen to a song. Mm-hmm. This is probably the best example. So I could have you listen to a song on something that like Apple earbuds or then I could have you listen to the same song on, on headphones mm-hmm. and you'll cry. Oh, I believe that. You know, for sure, so yeah. that's kind of the, that's where I think we've lost the music. I think that also applies to movies where things are just shot to be popular. Things are just made to be popular. They're not made to make you really feel anymore. Hmm. Um, that's my belief at least where 
you know, a lot of the stuff that's come out. And I mean, I'm actually an advocate for modern music at some level. Um, the ones that take risks artistically, because there are, you just got to find them. They're not in the mainstream. Like, or they aren't, and then they become mainstream. Yeah. Like um, Lady Gaga or somebody. I don't consider her, though. Uh, really? I love her. Yeah. You do? What's do you... wrong with Lady Gaga? I, th- I think she's fine. Yeah. I... She's, I mean, she's commercial for sure. Yeah. But she does like... her own thing. I respect her for that. My biggest thing about modern artists is if, if I know they perform and lip sync, I don't like them automatically. Or if they don't write their own songs. She does both. Okay. That's No, that's, that's fair. A, that's fair. That's a sticking point for me on, that's fair. on people. But also, like, yeah, having songs of substance. But she's very... Gaga is very, like... I don't know. It's kind of like Madonna. Without Madonna, that was, that was actually going to be my point. Where, yeah, we wouldn't have to go. Yeah, I feel you. I totally it's, feel you. It's kind of Madonna, right? <laughs> you know. Um, but we went for a long time without having a Madonna, or I mean, okay, we always had a Madonna, but we needed somebody. I feel a, like a Madonna right when of this Madonna generation. fell off, Lady Gaga mm-hmm. took over. And ageism. Know, try not to what <laughs> ageism. Ageism, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I I don't even think. Well, yeah, I guess it's. That's you know, it's part of her brand is her looks and that kind of youthful vibe, you know. Mm, so yeah. I feel like right after what Hard Candy, it <laughs> of Madonna's. I don't know how well versed you are in Madonna's uh, oh, discography. He pulled out an album name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like that's. I think that's right when Lady Gaga blew up. You know. Um, yeah, but my point, I guess, being that you know a lot of the stuff that kind of why we go to movies has been mm. lost you know mm. the cinematography this reminds I was about to say this reminds me of the film versus digital debate like filming on film versus like yeah well with audio there's actually um, a real debate there because mm-hmm. we could make the argument for film that it's not it, it's, it gets grayer with film now like, especially with that we can like film things like 8k or 12k like the human eye is not gonna I think a big argument for film back in the day was like, well, you can be blown up to any resolution, you mm-hmm. know, because it's film. It's physically there. You can just make a new scan of it in a different resolution and, and play it. But if you shoot a film at 1080p, it's always going to be 1080p. It's never, you're never going to get more detail out of that. Yeah. But with uh, with digital nowadays, you can shoot in 8K and our eye, our human eye is, is not going to discern the difference between 4K and 8K to the human eye is very... That, that's a good point because, you know, a lot of people can't hear. Like a lot of, mm. you know, as you age, obviously. And men and women have different hearing. It's not like controversial at all. Like, <laughs> that's whoa, one of the things... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Women have better things. hearing though, right? <laughs> I mean, it's better. No, but. and then um, I guess, I, I know, I think... Could be wrong on this. I think Asians actually do hear differently than us by like one percent. Like they hear they like how they perceive sound is differently or something like that. Okay. They're, and they're the only ethno do they see sounds. <laughs> they're the Echo only location. Like you know, like East Asian, like China, Japan, South uh-huh. Korea, um, really? all those countries. I th- want to say that's true. Uh-huh. Um, they're the only ones that can like hear stuff that are a little different than ours. Um, that could be wrong. <laughs> I think that's right. Um, yeah. But like hearing all oh, this bunch of affirmative action shit came up on on Google. I don't. Uh, yeah, the deep dive. Yeah, it's gonna be deep buried in some weird like report somewhere. Um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, we also lose a lot of our hearing too. So to say, you know, um, 
it's like what do you can even hear anymore mm. that's a good point if you're older you yeah. know you lose your hearing um and that's also another thing like women versus men hearing i've men definitely i don't i think women actually can hear better to a degree than men mm. so you think that are they they it it definitely I forgot it was something where because if you're in the audiophile community mm-hmm. all, it's pretty much 90% men mm-hmm. but it's because like everyone's so stringent on like certain sound characteristics maybe it's more like sensitive to certain frequencies I don't know mm-hmm. like that that's also another thing too where you, you could make the argument like maybe women because like a baby crying you know, for like the past 10,000 years, they'd usually be with the baby. Uh, so you can make that argument that mm. certain frequencies um, kind of, they, they, they're on different, that's listening to different frequencies. You know, like that's, yeah. a, that's a possibility. You ever, there could be a whole host of issues, but I, I'm pretty sure we hear stuff differently. And, uh, uh, you know? I, when I was a freshman in high school, there was a, a sound file that was going around where it was like a beeping sound or like a yeah, buzz, that's a great example. but your, your teacher couldn't hear it because yeah. adults can't hear it. Or only the teacher yeah. can hear it. And then like after a certain mm. age, your ears change, you know? Mm. Um, so there is more, I think, nuance with hearing. Yeah, And I with agree. digital, you can definitely, um, if you record at a lower like fidelity, because mm-hmm. that's a lot of the things that's kind of why music sounds so crappy is that I think it's just recorded at a lower bit rate. Mm. You know, it's it's not it's usually not analog anymore. Obviously, I know Nirvana records stuff in analog, um, and a couple people do, but it's rare. And not mm. many people are taking advantage of the digital thing. Like movies are kind of where they're you know, like I'm sure 1917 is going to be shot in like 8K or you know, all like you know, Blade Runner mm. shot in 4K. Like they're you know they're shot in really high fidelity stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think that many mainstream modern modern recordings are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not taking advantage of that sense of scale that the dy- the dynamic range the the detail where you can hear like someone creaking on the seat or this tilting like mm. you know it seems so filtered and clean right i that see i think just it's been lost and um yeah do you make music i do yeah yeah i i know how to play like the flute and uh, i have like a keyboard um, wow! I would if love I would have to... had to guess what you played, I would have never said the flute. Just looking at yeah. you, really, you play the fucking flute. I nice. love like flute, like any type of like that kind of like like the pipe piper, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know Silicon Valley. <laughs> um, I, I I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The company name, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the joke is that it always looks like a dick uh, in a guy's mouth. Oh, which are kind of it's pretty foul. Like I mean, it's a giant thing you're. Suck it off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it. <laughs> you didn't say anything. I also but okay. don't play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, it, it's something that I actually got taught when I was young. So I always, mm-hmm. um, I always just kind, I just kind of fuck around with it whenever. And then the cool. piano for me is easily that, and like, yeah, I have to say the piano is number one musical instrument all time. Because it has, you know, you can turn it, you know, a synthesizer can be, yeah. the keys can just be a synthesizer or a piano keyboard, you know, mm. depending. You, uh, yeah, you ever, do you make your own music? You make your own music, right? But you don't um, share I've, it. Do yeah, you share it? I, I've made some stuff, um, but I've never really, like, go, I would love to, what I honestly want to do is John Carpenter does this, is he uh-huh. makes his own music, like the Halloween score. Right. Or oh, so good. amazing, like, oh my God, especially That's... the new one. The new one I mm. prefer more than the old one. 
oh, actually, because yeah. he it almost feels like he expanded on it. And I think mm. I'm sure. Um, I think it's it's Cody Carpenter did it too, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's his son. Yeah, and uh, someone else did it also with them. Um, and that other they all make great, great amazing music. Um, Halloween three. If you have you seen that one? Oh yeah, yeah. The one with like Tom Atkins. Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch with the yeah. mask. Oh my god. Talk about favorite soundtracks of all time. That might be really? it. It's such that a is, weird That is a very hated <laughs> movie. Oh I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know it's hated, but I'm just I'm, I'm sticking with it. Mm. I I don't remember the soundtrack for that. I'd have to look that up because they don't have the Michael Myers theme. It's very Oh yeah, it's very It's not Michael Myers at all. Oh no, no, no. This it's is so, a Halloween it's movie. synth and eerie and mm. makes you want to like it's weird. It just takes you to like another dimension, especially if you have like, it was, um, if you hear it on like a good system, it's just like mm. creepy as fuck. And yeah, all horror scores I love. Like Suspiria is mm. another one. Um, that's just like takes you to another planet. Um, so you want to make something like a, like oh, a horror yeah. score. Oh yeah. Or I'm a like huge a, fan like of like atmospheric, like, yeah, yeah. Very, um, have you seen drive? No. Okay. Um, well, that director, mm-hmm. um, the guy he uses, Cliff Martinez. I think I'm saying his name right. Um, again, I'm dyslexic if I fucked up any names. <laughs> but um, uh, he he makes amazing music too. It's, it's that kind of it's that eerie synth you, where you can just kind of close your eyes and it mm-hmm. almost feels like a, you're tripping mm. to some extent. Where it can just take you to like this other zone um, and really like. That's what I like to, you know, that's what I, I really like to do, where you just feel like you're in another planet for a second, like a, like a DMT trip for just like a moment, and then you come back. Damn. Have you ever done DMT? I have. Really? Have you? No. Okay. I want to. Yeah. We could, I mean, fuck, we could do, we could do, <laughs> should, do DM, should do DMT sometime. Yeah. It's, it's really a hell of a drug. It. I mean, um, I did it three or two, three years ago. Yeah. Um. I only got to the portal part. I, you, I didn't get to the world. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It, the, it, the craziest thing is that time stops. Uh-huh. When, that's the hardest part to get over is that you freak mm. out time stopping. Mm. Um, that's really scary. Um, have you tripped on stuff before? Yeah. I've, I've done acid three times. Okay. Um, I've done acid only once. I've done shrooms, I think, three times. Mm. Um, was, uh, I'm more of a shrooms guy. I didn't. Acid felt a little twitchy. Shrooms. Oh, you haven't? Mm. Yeah. Acid just felt a little too, like, twitchy for me. Mm. Like, you feel really, like, like, swingy. Like, you could, like, I, be swung into, like, a, a zone where you can't come out. And I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> for me, where shrooms, it's it's more gradual, mm. and it feels like you're more at peace with yourself, kind of like a yoga class, mm. <laughs> rather than, like, running on the treadmill, if you kind of catch my drift, or running down yeah. a hill, where if you trip mm-hmm. and fall running down a hill, you'll you'll get you'll fucked up keep going, yeah. whereas a yoga class you'll just be kind of you'll be in pain stretching mm-hmm. i mean again granted you can get fucked up on shrooms mm-hmm. but <laughs> want to blow your brains out but um yeah. about the closest i could ever imagine to like what i would think a religious experience would be like oh, me- i've had meeting, religious experiences meeting, i thought I, or at least or i perceived them to be yeah you know did you have did you feel like you were in contact with god or uh, not, not like God or an entity. I don't want to name it again. But I don't want to like, name it because yeah. it's been so God. The term God's been so butchered that I just thought I saw the world from a from a point of view that I never that 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 I would think God would see it from. You yeah. know, it was I like know, I know exactly it was like a weird thing. Like I could see the world and like the energy of the world. Like it, there were people I was with who were like in like a negative mindset when I was doing it the last time I did it, and uh-huh. they were literally like 
dark like they were darkened out like like mm-hmm. i saw the world was like almost like pixels of like bright balls of energy like mm-hmm. everyone was made of this stuff like kind of like neo in the matrix in a way <laughs> yeah um, I, like I, that's one of my favorite there's yeah. a rap song where he's like yeah you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, i totally know what you mean it was very crazy um yeah and i learned i learned i thought i thought so my friend and i did this in the in the desert it was out in joshua tree of course uh-huh. as one as one does um this was the last time I did, I did it uh, two years ago or maybe a year, one or two years ago in the summer. And we, we did it and we, we totally lost our grip of reality as one does. Like reality, yeah. it's so crazy when you remove reality from from your like – when you don't know what your reality is, you uh-huh. can – you'd believe anything. Or dream, like dream yeah. world and reality kind of just – We had thought and ends. we're convinced that we had died – on the way to to Joshua Tree to camp, oh, and that sure. we were stuck out there, and this was like the afterlife. And, mm-hmm. and I I had come, I had plenty of time because it was very strong acid to sit and contemplate that. Mm-hmm. And I I eventually had accepted the fact that I had died, and like this is what I'm going to be around mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. And I for the rest I, of your existence or whatever. And, yeah. it, and it taught me in a way to find peace with things you can't control, you know, and to not like, like I was like, okay, fuck, I died. I went through the whole, the whole range of things. Oh man, my parents, they're, they're going to be so disappointed that this is how I went. I didn't, I didn't do this. I didn't do that, man. And, but then finally I was just like, well, okay, well, it's really nice out here. I mean, the sky is beautiful. Yeah. This is it. Cool. This definitely could be worse. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Oh, but I, I came out of it with just like a, a better just perspective on how to deal with things in life. Yeah, I mean, I totally feel that because I thought I got bit by a sn- uh, like a rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> um, this was I, DMT. No, no, no. This was uh, shrooms. Oh. And I thought, I, you know, this is it. And you're just like, you, would and you just have to dead. accept that fact. That, mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna die. I don't know. I think I just uh, in that moment, I I thought either. Um, I didn't know what happened cause I was a little like delirious. So I mm-hmm. didn't know if I got bit or we, we just saw one and I was kind of just like, what if I did get bit? And I just kind of just like laid down and yeah, you it gets, um, that's the, I think the toughest pull to swallow is, you know, it was almost like everything's going to end and you got to be mm-hmm. okay with it or at least accept it at some level. You kind of need to like inception, you know how you have your totem <laughs> And, you know, like, if the totem's still spinning, you're not in the real world. Yeah. Like, if you go deep dive on, like, a trip like that, I feel like you really need something to keep you grounded. Cause, a totem cause, might cause, work. Because the first two times I did it, I had that. Like, I understood, like, the situation and what was happening. But I totally lost. I, I lost my footing, and I slipped away mm-hmm. at this last time. And I just completely just had no idea what was real and what wasn't. And that was very scary. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um... I, there's a couple others hallucinations I'd be interested in trying, but for the most part, I mean, for me at least, it actually helped me get off smoking, you know? Cigarettes? Uh, vaping cigarettes. Mm. I did both. Um, I still have do nicotine patches, because mm. for me, I, I have, like, horrible attention issues, uh-huh. so the nicotine actually helps me focus too much. So you put a patch on, and you're, and you're, you're just good? You just feel, you feel more focused? I've never done a nicotine patch. Yeah, on. that's the weird thing. No, seriously, like um, nicotine, it's actually, a, it's a stimulant like coffee. Uh-huh. So you feel like you're kind of wired a little bit, uh-huh. but you're not, because I've done, because I mean, I've done a lot of shit. I've done like Coke before. I've done um, Ritalin. I've done, you know. Same for both. 
<laughs> so, yeah. I, and that seems you feel like you're high still. Like I don't like I don't when I tried coke, I was like you feel like like high. And I just mm. want to be wired. The like, come down's not fun. It's not the come down makes it not worth it for me. For me, actually, I felt so numb and I, like it was. I felt so dead mm-hmm. because actually I was pretty depressed at that time. To be completely open up, mm-hmm. but. I was depressed at the time, so but I felt numb, so I was fine with it because mm. I was so numb to everything that nothing really bothered me. I was like, I actually don't feel depressed. I just feel numb. And that was a different feel. I've never felt that before, you know, uh, yeah. like t- truly numb because sometimes people will say I feel numb, uh-huh. usually just depressed. When I when I would try to articulate my, you know, my feelings to people, it would always be like, oh, I feel you feel like this numbness. It's, yeah. just, it's more just like deep sadness. I get than that. True numbness. It's easier to feel numb than it is to feel sad. Like it. it because oh, feeling easy. Yeah, it's easier to feel sad pain. and terrible all the time yeah. is not as fun. You'd rather feel numb than, than fucking hurting all the time. And feeling like the like you're being yeah sucked into a hole metaphorically or you know yeah. drowning. Yeah, I to kind of our, to to talk about it, you know. Um, but yeah, I was actually kind of okay with the coke come down. But I know what you're talking about. It it really peaks and then you you just mm. start feeling numb. You don't and feel also, like that. Not not a habit worth investing into. Yeah, it's just expensive. I don't make enough money as it is. Yeah. So, um, and then Ritalin, you just feel like you've had eight monsters, two coffees. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you just, I did that in college a few times. I, Almost every time, I think, was to finish a paper. Yeah. That, you feel too wired again. You still feel high. I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. believe that's actually um, legal at some level because you feel high on it for me at least um well ritalin uh what's, what's the other one that's a uh, uh, ritalin vivance and what's the what's the main one that people always take it's like uh like the you pres- prescribe upper. to kids it's uh it's for 80 ADD, adhd i know um, what you're talking about fuck those are like those are akin to uh methamphetamines those are amphetamines that you're taking yeah, they're amphetamines. Um, it's, meth. it's meth and a pill basically it's, cl- it's uh, close enough i think yeah. Um, it's synth- it's I mean it's like Percocet, and we're prescribing for, for children. Yeah, because they're too hyper. Yeah, it's it's just like you know they're synthesized heroin, they're synthesized coke, meth. That it, it's just different. It's just slightly different, so you make it legal. Yeah, because a company has a copyright on it or whatever, mm-hmm. and they have the money to get it passed into legality. Yeah, and massive prescribed on a massive scale. Yeah, but I with um, no repercussions. I know. Fuck, that's a. Yeah, but a nicotine actually does kind of keep me focused mm. at some level. Um, I definitely noticed that I could not pay attention to anything, and it was just kind of drift. I feel like I was very drifty mm. and would kind of be all over all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, nicotine gum, that shit helps, or patches mm-hmm. really help me focus because it's mm. an up. It feels like kind of like coffee, so it just feels like you're snappy and focused, and yeah. not, not like you're in. La La Land just kind of, you know, because oh. I always feel like I'd be in this zone, but for some reason, nicotine, like, grounds you for some weird reason. Is there, can you take nicotine with impunity like you, like people do caffeine and it never really, like, it's not, like, if you probably take too much, probably a bad thing, but it, what are the negative repercussions of nicotine? Is it just addiction? There are positive effects. Is it just addiction, like? It's just addiction, I think. For nicotine? I think it's actually what like, makes can you, nicotine Can you so overdose good. on nicotine? You can, yeah. Oh. You can. So the thing is, it, I th- I don't want to be a super advocate of nicotine, but you can um, overdose on it and you go to the hospital. Um, 
if I know that I've heard stories of people vaping at a too high like nicotine rate mm-hmm. and they just vape all day mm-hmm. and then they get they have to go to the hospital if it's over like 24 milligrams just blowing smoke rings all day is what you do. know yeah I'm doing tricks <laughs> with the fucking and I actually could do that shit too I was oh, heavy man. into vaping but um yeah it's pretty cringy shit <laughs> dude I know man it was just like fuck I look back on it I was like oh my god like that's pretty cringy but I, um, I used to tricks. post selfies on Facebook. It's okay. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, no, I think the negative is that it's addicting, and the only way to get it naturally is by smoking it, mm. and that's cancerous. Mm. Um, just you know, but I don't think nicotine gum is that bad per se. I don't. I'm not a you know a doctor, so I don't know what the if someone only. I think the thing is no, we've never done a, a big study on people just having nicotine gum mm. for twenty. 30 years and having a huge population, you know, all ethnic groups to see what kind of, what's going to work out. Like, does any, mm. are there really any negative things to just nicotine? Same thing for weed. I Exactly. What if we're going to find out someday? It's going to be <laughs> cigarettes all over again. You know, they used to be prescribed by doctors in the fifties and stuff. Yeah, we're going to find I, out that there was something that we just fucked up all along. I, I hope think, not. And this is, I'm not anti-weed at all, but I, my personal opinion mm. is that, Things, it is, I think anything you smoke is cancerous. Anything that is ignited Mm -hmm. and you smoke it makes, uh, be cancerous. I know there's not as many, there's not Mm -hmm. cancerous chemicals like embedded in there. Yeah, because you smoke a cigarette, you get like tar and stuff in your lungs. But we like smoking just pure flour. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I think it'd be healthier to like take it like just with like an oil, you know, just. You're like a gummy bear. Edibles, <laughs> you know, you, yeah, you can take yeah. a gummy bear. I know it's a different high too, though. Yeah, that's the thing. I actually like prefer the edible high than the because it's for me. It's mm. it's like it's gradual and then it. Like, Dude, and last just, time I don't know what happened to me. I used to do edibles quite regularly, and then, you and just then can't I, now? I took a, my uh, roommate made made brownies one day my i a whole brownie and my girlfriend ate like a quarter of a brownie we were both in the fucking bathroom like puking i was like dude i know i, I was hate like that head feeling. down That's what I, I, I was oh so God. dizzy i was like i can't move i just, oh, need to, I just sit right here we were trying to watch lord of the rings and she she, she is not like a weed smoker at all or never does that ever mm-hmm. that quarter of, the, of a brownie she was getting ready to call her sister and like she was trying to call her sister and like you think go, you're gonna go die. to the hospital you think you're gonna die i know yeah and you're just you can't you don't you don't say a word i was just trying to like her, her, just gone. I was just trying to explain to her, like you're going to be okay eventually. <laughs> it sucks right now, but just hang in there. Yeah, you're just in the, the hospital's not going to help. It's just going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I've been there too, and I had a pretty low tolerance too. So it's just like it was too. It was honestly smoking. It feels it feels like too much for me for some reason. Mm. But edibles, like having a quarter of a cookie, would be fine. Like I that's where it's like the perfect, you know, level of. That's another thing. I also don't know what I go. It was a homemade batch, so it's not like I knew what the percentage was. was. Yeah, you could have just got it, could have been blocked off weird, so you could have got it all in like, you know, you could have got it all concentrated in like a little section, and you ate that little section, so you just had concentrated fucking weed. Yeah, I I, I was ashamed for for yeah because I (laughs) I smoke weed and that edible absolutely knocked your ass down, took me out. Fuck. Yeah, no, those kind of edibles, but I, I mean, I'm a huge CBD advocate. Mm, um, and, uh, creams and stuff, like, I've felt yeah, it, like, put, put it on sore muscles and unbelievable. Yeah, no, that's what I think when people talk about the medical benefits of weed, that's mm. definitely what they're talking about. It's people who 
it, it, it completely helps pain for me, you know, mm -hmm. and depression. Yeah. Um, it's hugely helped me personally with that. Mm -hmm. um, and the CBD I take, um, it has like 1% THC. So you don't feel high, but it somehow like, it, it, it makes the CBD more effective if mm -hmm. there's like 5% THC, mm. you know, it has to be a low percentage. So there's, you know, it's not like you're just high, but I'm a super advocate of that personally because you know, weed can kind of get a little cloudy. And for me, I'm also pretty young too. So there is that like, it, you know, it's, it is a cycle and it, and it can lead yeah. to more like psychological things. They if you say have depression. you shouldn't, your, your brain doesn't finish developing. Your frontal lobe mm -hmm. doesn't finish developing until you're around 25, 26. Yeah. That's, that's what weed can harm is the development of the. Yeah. So you know, there's nothing without its drawbacks, you know, that's what? What it's, you always got to be um, skeptical when someone's like, oh, here's this thing. And there's nothing negative about it ever here. Take it and enjoy it. It's purely for fun. I mean, there's something, there's a drawback to everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um, but I'm definitely a huge advocate for CBD because it's helped me physical pain, mm. mental pain. <laughs> like, I feel like that is a, that is a, um, if any drug should be totally accepted by everyone, it should be CBD mm. modernly, you know? Helping people with pain and getting people off opiates. Easy, yes, easy. Yeah. Opiates is the big thing. That's, That's I think the big advocate for I think why you should have weed legal is that it'll um, help with opiate pain. If mm. people are addicted to opiates, getting uh, getting high is a good <laughs> alternative. Yeah. You know? I'm a bit. I'm I'm a big advocate for personal choice, and you know, honestly, mm -hmm. if someone wants to shoot up heroin, I don't think they should go to jail for that. Oh, I do. I'm. I politically, if you could put me in a category, I don't like to put myself, but I'm definitely yeah. probably libertarian. Mm. Where yeah. you can put your, I, I identify all with libertarians. You know, I'm not 100 percent anything, but mm -hmm. I like that idea of, you know, if anything someone wants to do, just don't involve me. You yeah. know, don't make me, you know, do anything that you know, treat others how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Type of mindset where doesn't matter what religion, what you know, background, just teach their own. Just let everyone live that kind of thing, because yeah, it's interesting. I really, uh, what was it? Venezuela was the country that legalized every drug. There was there was is a it country Amsterdam, or is that not true? Uh, or is it Venezuela too? Uh, it was it was a country that said everything. They just went all in. They were uh -huh. like, like everything is cool, and um, I think I think I mean their their jail their prison rates went way down, of course. But I don't I'm really sure know the long term I mean. effect on society though. I don't, I, I'm a huge advocate for that though. Cause I don't mm. think, cause I know, I mean, again, this has been done studies with mice, but I know if you get you, it's harder to get mice. Like if you give mice everything they need, like, um, like a wheel and shit to do, mm -hmm. they won't get addicted to those high addicting substances. But if you put them in a cage mm -hmm. and give them crack, they'll <laughs> only do the crack. But once uh, you introduce stuff that they actually like, I think that's people too, you know, seriously. Uh, Reminded me of it's always sunny. Like any more crack. Uh, you know. Um, I think that's just uh Yeah. You just if people want to do it, it's fine. But I think it's it's only because that they have stuff going on in their lives and they definitely shouldn't be criminalized for that. Yeah. Especially if it's not violent, you know. Right. 
That's like my biggest belief. Like if it's just a drug offense, and especially if it's weed in some states, you know, that's the biggest one. Where it's the like people that are behind bars still because they were selling weed in some countries. There's, I mean, some. I know it's. And, and yeah. I can go outside in the back and 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 hit and hit a joint fucking bong, and fucking yeah. like <laughs> share it with an officer if I wanted to. Hey, officer, I was fucking this joint. Yeah. And this, these people that are in jail for decades. That's crazy. I can't imagine how they feel. Yeah, that's. Um... That's that's probably the one, yeah. The one of those just like upsetting things. A lot of pedophile in that they they share the same, they could share the same cell. Pedophiles probably often get lesser sentences. Exactly. Yeah, they could yeah. probably yeah. Motherfucker. Um, well, dude, let's wrap it up. This was yeah, fucking. Yeah. This dude, was I love dope. This, man. this was great. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Of course. Um, man. Where uh, where can people find you? Where where do they want to see if they want to um, get in touch with Diego? Well, um, I have an Instagram account, uh, Diego Escobar seventy seventy six. Um, nice. I'm gonna. It will be up at the top of our screen the whole time. Turn the pop up. There we go. It's up there. Um, I'm gonna start again making my own soundtracks, making my own uh, short films. Um, that's what I want to do. We didn't really get into that. Oh man, that's know? a whole. That's, that's a, a whole other fucking can of worms. Where yeah. I, I um, I'm super interested in um, you know because there's a lot of movies that. Um, Anyway, we could do this again, and I yeah. can explain to you the plot for the next one. Yeah, Because, um, yeah, so um, I'm going to be releasing content there. Um, on Instagram? On Instagram, I'll, mm. I'll show clips of what I'm up to there. And mm. um, Well, next time, if you, if you, if you bring something, you yes. can, we can show it yes. and talk about it yes. if you'd like. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and I'm thinking about doing comedy, so um, hey. if, uh, I'll post shit there if, um, you know, if something comes up, so I guess that's the best way to reach me. If uh, I'm also a working actor, so um, I guess just DM me if you have any, you know, if you want to put me in some shit. <laughs> Fucking so, Yeah. There we go. Let's work. Put him to work. Um, cool. Thanks for coming, man. Course, Appreciate yeah. it. And uh, yeah, until next time. Awesome.